mesmerizing Or they coming down I see death around the corner And the U-turn signs looking like a smile What do I do now? Who gon' find me how? Nowhere to turn but around and around Just another nigga that done lost his head No, a fucking king that forgot his crown I am not number one, it's true I'm number nine, twenty-seven, eight I didn't want the album to come out, Playboy I didn't, I didn't want it to come out. I liked it the first three, all three of them. But I, when I heard the Carter Five, it, I knew you grew up too much. And you wasn't starting like your daddy no more. Your content got too mature. It ain't one line on your album talking about the swine on your seats or your leather being soft four rims in your car. What I'm supposed to rub my hands to in the background of your music video to Wiz. It was my son, Wiz. I just, I just wanted you to put some respect. Just put some respect back on my name, Wiz. 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 Money. Where you at? <laughs> Where did you go? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was so I was so offended just now. I didn't know what the fuck I was listening to. That nigga Monty played the back. He was a with it. Yo, this is your host, Monty Draper. Testing, testing. Yeah, this is your host, Monty Draper. Okay. And this is Meet the Brave. And we're back. I feel like Ric Flair right now. I'm back with my niggas, man. I'm hype. Yes. I ain't seen y'all in hella long. It's been a minute. No, I just seen y'all. I see y'all for you the podcast. On the podcast. You I was working. On the podcast. Yeah. What's so up? now we can finally all be in the same room. It's, Me- not, it's not an issue. <laughs> Meet the Brave. I am your host, Monty Draper, and I am with my co-host to my right, No IG LG. What up? LG, what's popping? And then to my left, Coley Cole. <laughs> Wild <laughs> <laughs> wow, Poe, what up, cuz? What's up, man? You you prepared today, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> I did a little homework. So y'all, so Poe so did po, homework. So Poe, homework. Poe oh, been about to get fired for the last like five weeks of the episode because he don't do no. Hey, did you listen to this album? Did you read this article? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> hey, at least you show up to work though. I'm here. <laughs> hey, that's all. That first things first. First things first, right? <laughs> well, let's. My name never called in. Actually, he did though. But <laughs> he for sure called in. He <laughs> sure called in. Let's let's not get distracted though. <laughs> Uh, Poe, I think I think we should step aside. We should just probably leave and let L get his shit off for the first, you know, probably probably what forty five minutes. You know what? I felt like we was gonna go that route, <laughs> and I wanted to do the complete opposite because oh, I for sure have been. I've been waiting for this moment, so I want y'all to take the front. Ah, uh, I got <laughs> it. So for our listeners, already know that L, L and Wayne are the same person. He's not a fan. Don't you dare call L a fan. Him and Wayne are the same man, in fact. Don't play us. <laughs> Don't play us. Don't play us. <laughs> and unless you've been under a rock, C5 has taken over everything. Uh, shit, the last four or five days, right? Pretty much. Well, yep. Um, I don't know about you, fellas, but whether anything is good or not, I judge it on impact and being able to stop the fast moving ass internet um, and show any sort of consistency or 
like group consensus that something is is dope mm-hmm. you know uh it's sort of where i start at these days because it's just hard to do uh the, the the news cycle there's always something happening and even if there isn't something happening there's a way to cover and talk about something else so people are always interjecting new stories new perspective new thoughts new creations and new projects and shit right so the idea that it's moving that fast when something happens and sort of makes the world collectively stop and pay attention, we got to stop and collectively pay attention. Right. And safe to say, we all been waiting on this Wayne shit. We've been waiting on C5 how long now, guys? Help me out. Four years? Five years? Four years. Wow. Going on five? 2000? Yeah. And. Yeah, the last one was in 11, so yeah. And thir- Thursday night felt like a holiday to me. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm a, I, I claim to be, I'm a self-proclaimed massive Wayne fan, mm-hmm. but there's niggas that are way bigger Wayne fans than me. And we happen, we just so happen to share a podcast with one of them. Yeah. He has a red bandana over his mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know that reference, you too young to be listening to this podcast. So fellas, where, where do we start? Cause we pride ourselves in our show. <clears throat> On giving a lot of coverage to the to the actual music of everything. Very important. But this, there's so much more going on than the music for this one, though. Hmm. There's context. Yeah. There's a massive backstory that's separate from the context that you need for this. There's the there's the the current part of it. And there's a larger discussion in terms of just what Wayne means to American music as we know it today. Hmm. So it's a lot to get into, hmm. but I think staying in, in line with our show, let's, let's just talk about the music first. Let's not confuse shit. Poe, what, what you, you, you start, you start us off just in terms, just the music of, of C5. The music, it was, uh, to me, uh, it showed a lot of growth in Wayne because I honestly didn't know what to expect listening to Carter Five or just downloading it. You know, like you you start on track one, get his mom talking, and he already sets the tone of what where he's about to take you with this. He letting you know I'm back. I was at a certain point in my life that uh, my mom's even had to do this shit or do this type of intro, so I'm gonna bring y'all on this journey, and at the same time give us bars you know, in natural Wayne fashion. So the music, it was something I can grow with. It wasn't just a throwaway album to me, yeah. you know, like a lot of people are. And it was uh, Carter Five worthy, I would say. that it's, It was Carter worthy. I mean, we all have our- uh, Carter worthy is important. Our sentiments. I mean, Carter worthy is important though. Yeah. Uh, this is album number <laughs> what for Wayne, do we know? Official album, let's not, let's not do the mixtape shit because we'll be here all night. Official albums though. This is album what? This might be ten or eleven. Ten or yeah, eleven. Got to be around there. So when we say in the car, worthy of a Carter mm-hmm. is important because this is C five. Yes, sir. One, two, three. We all agree are classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are we at on four? No. Uh, four, not so. But I'll talk about that. In the in the in the vein of of the Carter series though, which Poe alluded to, Ooh. right? That's what we're comparing it to. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Ooh. Okay. Cool. That was so, big for L to say that. 
in the, but it, but again, this is this is important. All for again, context and backstory. But we're still talking about the music. So Poe, you gave yours. G, I'm gonna go. So you get you get you go last on this one. It's all good. Um, the music. So it's a lot lot going on, right? I appreciate Wayne because he's always sort of done this, worked with different producers in some to some regard, to mm-hmm. some extent, because he was putting out so much music. So there's that. But I would be lying if I didn't say the combination of Lil Wayne over a Manny Fresh beat is there's Snoop and Dre. Mm-hmm. It's just a given. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Hove. And the yay just blaze. I, f- I feel like they all sort of benefit from one another. I don't think it's just one or the other with Jay. Mm. Um, there's X and Swiss. And I and give me and give me a big, give me big, and uh, Hitman. No, the the Hitman collectively or uh, no, nah, give me big and Hitman right. And I know there's the people are gonna kill us because there's a whole bunch of other people we could name, but this is a this is a special class we're talking about where there's nothing else in the world that should be happening when when that moment is taking place. Yeah. And I'm still the nerd that praise that title or whatever you're subscribing to has the liner notes out when the album drops and C five liner notes are up. And I I made it a point not to look because I wanted to see if Manny was going to be on it without looking ahead, right? Yeah. And the second, because there's only two Manny joints on there. But the second they came on, I knew what they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I didn't I didn't need the liner notes for that. I just knew it was a Manny joint. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because I'm so grateful for how fast we can get music these days. But the lushness of a fresh joint next to every other producer on that record. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm here for it. I wanted I'm, to ask y'all a quick question. Uh, why were you talking about Manny? And I, I just want to ask now before I forget. Come, let's just say spring. I would like to see a full Manny and Wayne project. A bounce. About. 10, 13 tracks. Because I feel like, you know, what everybody like with uh, with Drake, um, In My Feelings. Yeah. People still fuck with the bounce music. It's not a it's not a still fuck with the bounce ain't going nowhere. I sh- okay. You know, there's certain and that's the and that's the that's where I was getting to with the, the Wayne and, and Fresh Tandem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad you did that. What's the switch joint? Uh, uproar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, if y'all would have told me a record like that would sound that amazing in 2018, I would have called you a lie. Man. I would have called you a lie. I I just, I didn't think there was any space for it. That shit sounds like 2002 and Wayne snapping and you go, there's no space for that shit. <clears throat> it sounds very effort, effortlessly for Wayne. It, but it's a banger though. Right. And it, it made me, it made me so fucking happy because I was genuinely convinced that Damn, it was it was quiet for anything in that vein. Mm-hmm. It's off the heels of that pistol on my side. Yeah, 
And and yeah. so what the, what with that when you see when you just think about certain music and then you get the Snoop you get the Snoop and Wayne mm-hmm. and they flip the explosive shit and you go oh certain shit just ain't going to ever die dog like certain shit yeah. just ain't going to ever be a wash especially with certain niggas of certain calibers voices and abilities over it <clears throat> and Wayne is that nigga I just want to hear, I want to hear him sing off key. Right. I want to hear him rap through auto-tune, and I want to hear him just snap. I want to hear him do all of it. And he gave us all of it on that. And so sonically, I was hella pleased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From front to back. Um, even with the shit that wasn't as big as the Manny joints. Because yeah. some of the stuff, and it just sounds, and the reason it sounds thin is because it's digital versus analog. And for mm. people who don't understand that, just listen to... The Travis record, mm-hmm. when Mike Dean is playing the guitar versus the program drums, everything, the digital shit's just a little bit thinner uh, than the analog stuff would be. And that's okay. It's just ad- it's just adapting and adopting. Um, but with Manny, he was that wave of blending the two in the early Cash Money days. So mm-hmm. you would get some program drums, mm-hmm. but he'd bring in a bass player. He'd play some synth strings and shit and just make and give you these ignorant ass sophisticated joints and then Wayne Juvie BG whoever get, can just come snap over them and so those brilliant moments and where those records were placed made me happy and I'm I'm being long winded but the the music overall similar to the Travis album um, and similar to the Nas and the Pusha album took me to a place that I didn't wasn't sure we'd ever get back to hmm. and not in a dated or stale way, but in a, uh, a, a, a reinvented repurposed elevated way where everybody can appreciate it. The kids who missed it and the people who lived it and wanted it back. It could, it has this way of bridging everybody and bringing everybody together. So the uproar shit that, that you get a split second of nostalgia <laughs> Cause it feels like special delivery and then it goes away cause right. it sounds like something new. <laughs> right. And that shit made me like dog, y'all don't understand. Like I wanted to text y'all at 4 AM cause I was sitting Indian style nigga in my room. Like nigga, this made me, ha-. I felt like a kid, bro. <laughs> I didn't never, I didn't never think I was going to feel like that again. I felt like, I felt like special delivery was seventh grade. Right. I felt like, I felt like 12 year old money, bro. Hype. You wanted to start shaking the bottom of your shirt? Immediately. Hardly immediately grab my 4X nigga and get jiggy. <laughs> 4X with a hey, 12 years old with a 4X is nuts, by the way. <laughs> but, G, go. I'm sorry. I, that was way too long. No, no, that was perfect. That was, uh, man. Uh, really, from my from my angle. Uh, you got to get you got to get right my on bad. that. Uh, from my angle, what I wanted to hear from it, um, like going into the album or just hearing that the album was actually going to drop, uh, there was an excitement and then there was also like a, Ah shit, man! Like, how's this gonna be received? Uh, <laughs> knowing, like, he ge- he gives you a, a introduction to how he's going to the type of focus he's gonna take into the album before the album comes, huh? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. So he gives you a, he gives you a prequel to it, and that's in the dedications. Mm-hmm. And I felt from listening to the uh, dedication uh, six and dedication six reloaded that the focus is going to be there. So I, there was no problem there. Now it's just a matter of how the music was going to be received. And 
from the jump, man. He 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 brought you in with the with with his with his mom's um words. Uh, that was the first thing to get the emotion going, and then right into Triple X's roar, man. That Ooh. that that was a feeling all in itself. Um, and from from there, what I was what I was very happy about was the amount of time that he spent on and reminding everyone he literally reminded you for two for two tracks bro like there was there was two tracks that he really just gave you uh, a reminder directly to you like bro how dare y'all even disrespect me and that was track three and four how, and then, how intentional did that feel Huh? The reminders. Oh, did that feel intentional to you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was just a matter of how how much time you were going to spend on reminding folks yeah. because you can get kind of lost in that. Yeah. Uh, but really, the way that he did it with having just having those two tracks be direct uh, reminders, and after that, just get into his bag of versatility. Which I, I, I mean, I know I know I fool with I fool with uh, Wayne a lot, but this is probably like the most versatile album. Um, I've heard yeah. um, in a long time and the amount of styles, the amount of uh, flows, um, he kind of showed how much styles he's birthed to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, G, G hold, oh, I'm sorry. Hold, stop. Hold that right there. Yeah. Um, we talked a lot about uh, women's basketball, women's sports in general. Right now we're watching USA women's win. Is this their third consecutive uh, yeah, World Cup? They serve in the World Cup. Um, is this the finals right now? They got one more game. Uh, this, oh, this, this was it. This was it. Game. Yeah, this is the, they yeah, just won the Australia. women. Our, our our United States women's team just won uh, the World Cup uh, uh, in 2018 against Australia, 73 to 56. Uh, shout out to all of them, man. Rihanna Stewart, fucking Diana Taurasi leading the way. Uh, Brianna Griner, uh, Brittany Griner, like all of them going out there and balling. That that's major. I just we're watching it as we're doing the pod, so I wanted to stop and congratulate them and tell them how proud and inspired we are by them going there and dominating and it's never been done like that um uh three uh, three or four years in a row i could be i could be shortchanging them but i think it's three three world three world cups in a row it's major so congrats ladies no, i've definitely been very consistent so uh, definitely congrats my bad g you were you were you were talking uh you were you were t- talking about um something very important uh, about Wayne being cognizant of narratives and stuff, and had he had he went in too much about reminding people, it could have got lost. His 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 superior song writing could have got lost in just bars, and he didn't do that. Um, that's where you were. I'm sorry. Exactly, which is something that uh, took place on the Carter Four. Um, and I think, I think with the Carter four, it was a little bit different of a, well, it was a lot different of a space, uh, that he was in, uh, all this, um, legal, all this legal stuff wasn't taking place yet. Uh, he was still, um, in the, in the blind on, on, um, Birdman's, uh, role in his life so far. Uh, so it, it things are trending different. Yeah. Uh, so that the thought process in that album seemed a lot more geared towards putting on a lot of the new acts um, that he has, uh, that he had on, on Young Money. Um, and that's kind of what the mixtape scene has been for him as well. Yeah. Uh, but it was good to get back to the strain of the Carter mm-hmm. and it being a personal um, 
a personal release tour to his fans and to everyone else. Hmm. And this song was, you can see, you felt it. It was geared towards family um, and what really drives him. And we talked about it a little while ago um, as far as um, Wayne and Eminem and these guys roll in um, in hip hop or in rap and why they why they tend to fizzle out or just not be as um as big until they actually release and then there's a big feeling towards them yeah, yeah. and them being them stepping away and then coming back and then stepping away yeah um he kind of gave you insight into that man what is most important is family and finding things that you enjoy outside of rapping and just continuing to rap uh so just getting to the bare basics of it uh, I mean, he put he put his family on there. He put his daughter on there. He put all these people on there. They could have had. Uh, Y'all can hear me. Yeah, he could have still had uh, some other acts. You know, he even had <laughs> he even had the uh, song that was a Drake song, but he he did it. So it was need <laughs> to have a Drake on there. So <laughs> it was just. Uh, I mean, it was just a great release, man. And besides all that, the main thing I just wanted to put out there was, man, R.I.P. Triple X, bro. Ooh. That that guy right there. He was he was on to something, and it's just unfortunate, well, man. We we can we can jump ahead and come right back, but the 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 eeriness of card of the C five of C five coming out, mm-hmm. um, and then the prosecution releasing the 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 footage oh, the video. of X's murder uh, the same day essentially. It's fucking the saddest shit mm-hmm. ever. Um, and and for so many reasons, I I I get the importance of it. Like it's you got a case going on, and you want to show that why the public has to have it is it's just gut wrenching. I didn't have any control over how I watched it. It just happened to be on a TV in a spot somewhere, and I just mm-hmm. looked like literally just natural reaction, glanced up, but then couldn't turn away. Mm-hmm. So then forever, I have that vision of watching that baby die. Like mm-hmm. and I don't, I it, it hurts. And that's on the heels of the of just not even ten hours before hearing him next to Wayne, who I imagine, and this is speculating, that is one of his idols. And that's just purely on the the free list, the, the 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 limitlessness in which he created with, and wanting to be more than a rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, X had aspirations of being uh, a cultural icon in a way that supersedes rap. And for his generation, the only person that could have implemented those ideas is Wayne. Hmm. Um, And so a couple of things are happening when you hear X's voice on that album is that you're over the moon for him as a creative and as a a young man getting to work with who you assume is one of his idols. And and delivering in a way and standing next to one of his idols and shining the way he did, he way he did and left us and he left us with an incredible, an incredible moment. And you go, fuck, he was only getting started. Mm. That was, this was just the beginning for him. Um, And, and how, how prophetic the writing is, Hmm. uh, how style wise it's a, He's clearly he's clearly a offspring of what Wayne gave us in terms of creativity, hmm. and uh, 
uh, this really awesome interview with Rick Rubin. I think, I think right after Yeezus came out, um, and he was talking about his his initial love for hip hop, especially coming from the punk rock scene. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of people that are familiar with the punk rock scene, but then there's a lot of people that aren't. And punk rock, not a it's not a genre of music. Same way, hip hop isn't just a genre of music; it's a mentality. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that those two cultures shared or that they were more than a culture they were a state of mind so it, you're not a, it, you don't you don't get to say you hip hop cause you cause you black you don't get to say you punk rock cause you white nah fam are you living it or do right. you subscribe to this mentality bet are you counter the system are you counter all the shit are mm-hmm. you a rebel like that's it's just a it's just a state of mind um and so what is counter to the system of rap and just American music was being perfect and all the shit. And Rick Rubin is like, yeah, this new wave of rap music where these kids are singing off key is punk as the most punk rock shit you could do, Hmm. you know? And y'all, y'all find me somebody that was doing that before Wayne outside of ODB that made it popular. A D man. You know, you feel Hmm. me? And, we were, it was put in our face. It was put on full display all through C5 uh, that there's only one, there's only one person to point to for the state of American, the, the popularity and what's most popular in American music today. And that is Lil Wayne. It's undisputable. Um, if you're talking Travis, if you're talking Kendrick, if you're talking Frank Ocean, if you're talking Post Malone, if you're talking Migos, if you're talking LMA, if you I I can I can sit here and go all fucking day. Your Drakes, your your Yays, whoever you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. This one person's imprint is all over the most American, I mean the most popular American music that there is. Mm. Um so I don't want to hear shit from anyone other than acknowledging that exactly he he you could you could feel however you want to about everything else i just want to hear about i just want to talk about the music and the 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 commitment to creativity cuz it's it, it it's something it's something different than we've ever seen before we ain't, we ain't seen it's unprecedented so to sit to sit and pretend like there's anything that even is close is uh just dis- is is being dishonest and to be and to be uh to be misguided and misdirected with any other conversation is um is being dishonest and not true to the entire process hmm. uh of being of true listenership of true engage and true engagement and consumption Friday morning Friday was a special was a special moment for 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 rap and hip hop in its entirety but more so for this new wave of creatives overall cuz I just don't he didn't just influence black creatives he his influence is all over fucking creativity hmm. present day film t- television music everything he's all over the place and that's that's what I got from it, guys. That's that was 
100% what I sat down and heard all of my favorite artists present day in one person. Yeah, I was I was appreciative of the approach, man. The approach for C5 was amazing. So uh, mainly because of the idea of how quickly people forget, you know, um, you have all of this style uh, that you want to say is yours um, or um, you don't really want to credit where exactly that came from. But people know exactly where that came from. And yeah. it was, this was this was a full blown reminder of that. Um and also that, man, man, people, man, people are are hilarious, man. Because like <laughs> you, you, it's it's hard to miss it. I mean, people, it's hard it's hard to miss people when they're gone. You know what I'm saying? But when they, when they pop back up and they pop up as you remember them, how quickly like nostalgia nostalgia uh, pops into your head, you know? So it was just good for that to pop up for uh, for Friday um, and throughout the weekend. Um, it was it was much deserved, and that was just you know seven seven years of of no like a release that people was fooling with yeah you know as a collective um, is a long time and that's a lot of time for people to start creating their own opinions about something that should not be touched you can't you, I mean you can you can have your opinions but that legacy is something else so um, I was just glad that it was you know. It was brought back up, and the conversation is back up there, so that's good. Um, for a question for both of you guys, uh, what what is it about society in general? Maybe it's strictly an American thing, but that allows people to write off individuals or moments that have meant so much so fast. Um. Okay. I feel like it's something we see quite often where someone has delivered something that we regard as special, has a uh, has some indifferent human moments, says some maybe says something that isn't aligned with us, uh, has a has a human moment of 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 failure, whatever that fuck that means to you. And then something allows everybody to go, well, fuck that person. And then they, till they come back and they go, oh, we love them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it about society that allows us to do that? And then how do we think those people deal with that, with that in particular? I think it's really a lack of awareness. I mean... People probably don't give Wayne credit for doing a majority of the shit that they do is because it's just, or uh, he they don't give him enough credit for what he's contributed to the to the industry or to the culture, because it's just like, to me, subconsciously Wayne had his foot on the neck, or subconsciously for them they listened to Wayne, they like his style, they fucked with him for a block of time huh. because Wayne had his foot on the neck. Uh, the neck of the industry for close to a decade. Yeah. And we got mixtapes, we got albums. He influenced we got more so than much. anybody could have ever right. asked for. Fashion, uh, lingo, you know. And um, I think people forget that. And just not with just Wayne, but in their own lives, I feel like people, it's about awareness. It's like, damn, why did I, why did I start doing this? Yeah. You know? Or why do I act like this or whatever? It's just about awareness awareness of self. 
Oh, yep. That's a good place to fall back in. (laughs) Pardon the abrupt punch, but shit happens. And I've been forgetting hella shit lately. Brain's scattered. Nigga, do y'all sleep enough? Nope. Do you sleep enough, G? No. What do you average? What do you get? Mm, Maybe five. What do you get, Paul? Maybe around six. That's good. You know, that's... That's but it's not, it's, I it's feel not like enough. It's, it's not enough for not sure. Not even that. I don't, I feel like I sleep, but I don't rest. God. You understand that? Do you, re- do you rest well? No. What I'm, is that? I'm pretty restless. What is that? Yeah. Uh, restless. I, I have a theory, but I'm curious to see what, what that means to y'all. Uh, it's a level It's a level of comfort. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think it's, uh, it's a matter of where you are in life. Yes. And uh, where you still want to go. So Paul, can't, you can't really rest well after that. Is this Is that similar for you? I think so. Uh, I think it's the constant feeling of, like, uh, I know I'm going to have to get up and go do something. Yeah. You know, it's always like, I know I, I the next day I'm going to have to do this. I know I have to wake up at this time. Or, you know, it's just like you don't have the luxury of just waking up, you know, whenever you wake up naturally and then uh, just call it, carry on about your day. So I what I was just comfort. thinking about, though, was, uh, was the matter of, uh, not really having um, much of a room uh, growing up, so like the the, the feeling that you have uh, having your space and stuff like that, but also uh, enjoying the space that you have as well is something that uh, have to for sure get better at. Uh, but it just comes from like years and years of jumping from spot to spot to spot. See, so I I you know we got the luxury of having some. Some white friends that really care about us. So, <laughs> right. So, I, and me being sick, Kate was like, Yeah, fam, I'm worried about you because you're a black man. And you, we're just, we're just, she's right, though. We're more susceptible to shit. Just, mm-hmm. She's like, I get extra worried about you because I'm always used to you just going. Yeah. And we're talking about the whole concept of, of not being able to rest. And I said exactly what you just said, G. Um, I've been, we like we moved in with Auntie Nisi, my nigga, in mm-hmm. fourth grade, and I love Auntie for taking us in, mm-hmm. but the whole premise was staying out of the fucking way, right? <laughs> like, hey, we appreciate you letting us in your space, but let me stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. And so I got like dog since the fourth grade, been living out of a bag, mm-hmm. and then people are like, yo, get comfortable. Uh uh-uh, uh, this ain't my house, right. you know. And right. so for that to be the same theme right now whoo yeah. i can't rest at all bro and yeah. it sucks because it, it's like yo you sick you should just rest and i couldn't mm-hmm. like dead ass i was just up doing shit it's like dog no 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 no. get get uh get fucking horizontal mm-hmm. and rest and don't move mm-hmm. and i'm always like no nah, but i need to go go not be in the way mm-hmm. you know so i i I'm, I'm glad i got to talk to y'all about that shit because it's uh we're live too by the way Hey, Coach. And we're back live. Dev, Uncle Pete, my girl Sheev. What up? Uh, we're doing a podcast live right now. Say what up, Il. What's happening, y'all? How y'all doing? Poe. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> I know all. I know damn well. What's up, Steph? I know. Oh, let's see. I know Uncle Pete. I know Uncle Pete is subscribed. Dev, are you subscribed to the podcast? Sheev, are you subscribed to the podcast? Coach James, are you subscribed to the podcast? <laughs> Steph, are you subscribed to the podcast? And if you are, make sure y'all comment and share with the homies so everybody tap in. 
please. We want to know. We want feedback as well. We just got we just got through our first segment of Wayne, and we're gonna get back on Wayne, so we might stay live through our Wayne shit. But um, y'all bear with us and tap in if y'all got any questions. Y'all better ask them now. Feel me? Uh, we got through the first part of Wayne talking about the music and sitting uh, in C five. Now we can get to the other shit. Let's do it. Uh, I, don't, I don't feel like my man ain't ready though, cause he we need we need help. What's up? <laughs> what <are> we talking? <laughs> no, we when on? it we gonna get to the other shit. Um, the context for C five to matter it the way it does, mm-hmm. um, and why that moment was created. Right. Mm-hmm. So the legal shit. I think everybody's the the legal shit is well documented. We 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 would assume, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the fight for ownership, mm-hmm. uh, uh, royalties, um, all all of that 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 went into that particular battle. The part that's lost though is that how many how many music megastars from hip hop would y'all say that there is? How many would y'all say megastars? Megastars. Hip hop megastars. Hip hop megastars. How many would you would you guys say that there is? Mega. Hip hop megastars. Megastars. Maybe five. How many you got? I might have been less than that. Okay. So if you go less than that, how many of them for, are from the Young Money umbrella? Uh, that that I'll say two. Three. Two, three. Oh, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go three. We yeah. all we all gonna say three. So if we're gonna if we're if we're all in agreement, like whether whether your number is five, if it's seven, however mm-hmm. many hip hop megastars there is, if no matter how many that number is, we all agree that three of them come from the Young Money camp. Hmm. Yeah. That matters. Yeah. In terms of providing context to why C five matters the way it did. Y'all don't get no more tune into the podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, That matters, right? Right. If if we all gonna say it's only five to eight megastars, three of them for are from one camp, and one of those three put the other two on, and is watching the other two thrive and f- flourish in this comp in in this in this uh, in this space, right? But your business is tied up. But you the nigga that introduced the world to these other two that right. we're calling megastars. But your business is so tied up that we can't get new new material from you. Hmm. I, how my man mentally survived that, I, I feel like we should get a book just on that part of it alone. All right. That sounds impossible on some mental warfare type shit. I would say so. Um, if you didn't have outlets outside of it so uh, some, so uh, something that uh. you can put your your mental time and space into um outside of rap um or outside of the business uh that you make your um, you know make the the most of your dough from you well, know well do we give i'm sorry g because yeah. you you just went somewhere perfect though mm-hmm. do we give wayne and Mac, and uh, and uh, 
and Tez, do we give them enough credit the way we credit all these? We credit Hove and Tata and them and everybody else for being well versed outside the music because clearly they figure something else out. Wayne's got a liquor, he's got a sports agency, he's mm-hmm. doing some shit. Mm-hmm. Let's, he's got he's got a, a bunch of part, partnerships on the clothing end of it. He's do, mm-hmm. Wayne's been doing things, um, but because the business is tied up musically. Do we talk about his endeavors enough, and being uh, and being one of those one of one of our megastars to figure it out outside the music? Not at all, because of uh, we're so caught up in uh, the outcome, so the uh, the finished product or the results of things yeah. that we don't tend to um, pay attention to the journey. You know how much is going into the day-to-day. Uh, so that's the reason why, like I was saying earlier, it was m- very important that we heard uh, some of that stuff from, like, his family, you know, when we heard it from his mom or just whatever. Just the fact that he's been able to uh, be the man of the household and uh, provide. We're talking about since 12 years old, guys. Like, I don't want that to get lost. Yeah. Hmm. In the midst of everything, I so I don't want that to get lost. Uh, so many of the child stars are fucked up. Jermaine Dupri is going on a press run talking about how sick in the head fucking Bawa is right now, y'all. Which like, he is, man. Like, uh, and here we are talking about Wayne in 2018. I I know people talk about Guerrilla Warfare as being their first introduction to Wayne. There's a whole album before Guerrilla Warfare where we got vintage 12-year-old Wayne hmm. that no one ever talks about. What is that album called? G, do you remember? Fro Wayne? The Fro Wayne, yeah. Uh, what is that? I can never remember the name of that first Hot Boys album. Can't think of it right now. Yeah, but we've all he's he's been here. He ain't went nowhere. And... Just child stars and what happens to them. This is unprecedented, y'all. Like, I, we don't have, ain't nothing to compare him to. Mm-hmm. Well, if, well, if Wayne really still believed that he was a part of uh, Earth, uh, then he probably would have some issues. But Wayne a while ago subscribed to no longer being a part of this day to day stuff. Here. But, okay, but, okay, so you, 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 you right, you, 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 you with me then. All the more reason why existing and pretending to give a fuck about anything that any of the earthlings care about mm-hmm. would would feel impossible to get through. Gotcha. Like he like gotcha. he has he has to genuinely pretend to give a fuck what we think. Gotcha. I don't he don't care. I mean that's been well documented at the same time too with uh <laughs> Like his deposition, and uh, <laughs> even on the album, <laughs> bros. Like, did you do you remember performing with Willie Nelson? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Which so is Wayne. insane to ask him the questions <laughs> of like uh, the whole uh, Black Lives Matter and all that stuff like right. that. You just can't ask him those questions um, if you don't want a sincere answer from him. I feel like it was the interviewer too, because she did something. Or as far as what they say, she had asked him something about his daughter or the music he makes, and with him having a daughter. Yeah. One thing we all know about Wayne is don't talk about anybody in his family in any type of light. That's, 
that question is getting uh, picked back up. No, no, no. Just getting ridiculous too. But I, 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 what, I, what side of the fence you're supposed to, or just how you're supposed to you, answer if, that question? Yeah. Mm. Uh, they uh, Kimmo did it to Ye when he's talking about the the uh, the last song on Yeezus. Uh, it's not mistakes. It's uh, shit. I'll, I think uh, not. I'm Jesus sorry. On, on Ye, on Ye, mm-hmm. the last song on Ye. And Is that I, violent crimes, violent crimes, yeah. yeah. And I've seen so many people have so many negative things to say about oh, oh, oh. You needed to shout out to all the all the men that need didn't need to have a daughter to, to get to that realization, bro. What? Wh- wh- why? Why does? Why is everything so absolute with y'all when life ain't absolute like that? That shit's that shit's annoying. Oh, you have a daughter. Do you do you, do you rethink your subject matter? Duh. But I still deal with hoes on the daily. Right. I still know some hoes. I've had experiences with some hoes. That don't, that's not going to change anything. Nothing is that absolute. But people constantly want to pretend like everything is that absolute, dog. That was player. Go ahead. And when you sit in these interviews, and, and shout out to Q for going, fuck you, I'm not putting out no album because y'all stupid. And y'all going to ask me the same shit I just told you not to ask me. Mm-hmm. I And... And in terms of just success and what you've given us, Q ain't nowhere near Wayne. But I, I get the, I get the, the thought and the premise behind it. Like, nah, man, I'm not about to pretend with y'all, because right. I, I, I just can't. The only other person I could think of whose approach is that great uh, to all of this nonsense that people <laughs> tend to wrap their brains around um, in the industry, I would say, is like Wiz Khalifa. Yes. Who has yes. an amazing attitude towards all of this stuff. Mm. Uh, so it's just a matter of how you, what your approach is, man. Like what's most important to you, not what people are uh, dictating your approach should be towards something that they fake care about. Right. You know, just in order to, um, you know, create content or create. Um, a conversation that they don't even really want to be a part of. Yeah. They just kind of, you know, want to have something to click on and then from there take the stance that is the opposite of that. So therefore it creates more more views and more people that are going to fall in line with what sounds popular exactly in the moment. So that's something to get away from. But we're seeing people who are doing a great job of survive not even surviving, they are thriving mm-hmm. in a landscape that is going a completely different direction yeah which is great to you know keep and keep an eye on of course well that's the that's the part of it for me because is that pop culture is pop culture but now a part of pop culture is popular opinion and being able to be uh included in said opinion Hmm. uh and so in the spirit of being able to be in on the conversation, people are just saying shit. But and like, hey, that's my this. I, let me see what the consensus thought is. Let me chime in and just and just drop and just insert thought here, so I'm in on the conversation and I can be included. You see it. Uh, the cop. If you if you guys have been on a date night with couples and it's like it ain't it ain't oh how's your day what's going on at work is yo what show you watching right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What you binge watching right now mm-hmm. is, the t- is the topic or whatever. I guarantee you the topic at a dinner table 
is representative representative of what's trending on 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 Twitter or or social in general. Right. You could they're they're mirroring each other and to the point where they're blended, um, and so creatively. To even be consumed with the opinion of people who are who are acting as as sheep, because that's that's all it is at the end of the day. I know people are are really uh, get dis- get get offended and are dismissive of that notion, the idea of sheep. But it it really is exposing a mentality of just like yo, I just want to be it. I just want to be be down. I just want to be a part of the part of the in crowd. Is all is all I want to do at the end of the day, and creatively to ever be consumed by that shit even a little bit mm-hmm. is so counter to the art of expression. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you gotta completely like you gotta completely lean into this idea of, I don't give a fuck to have, to get your thoughts off, um, to see your perspective through and to, to maintain your, your individuality. You know, yeah, um, you have to create a space, a, a space that's separate from, you know, everything else uh, that is kind of like your um, your go to in order to not become insane. Because you I mean, if you're if you're if your in, in, interior being is something that is a little bit more on the scope of uh, experience in life as it happens or. You can create it, of course, but experiencing as it's going, and then from there you make your, uh, you know, you make your designation on what you want to do from there. Yeah. Uh, from that, then it's going to be tough when everything is so manufactured. Yeah. And they're manufacturing um, answers. Huh. I mean, I mean responses <laughs> to huh. manufactured questions. Huh. So now, now, what are we doing? You know, what are we, what are we getting from this? Are we actually getting any information? Exactly. No, we're not. We're because nobody's being upfront about what their actual thoughts are because of the fear that it could be unpopular, which is already we're seeing it across the board, having people lose their livelihoods, having people uh, lose people that's close to them, having people that people just lose a lot off of being an being a in like being a person you yeah. know being somebody that actually feels yeah. and then gives um a response to their feeling huh well all this applies to uh or is associated to the way in conversation for for me and um if if you guys feel the same please please chime in um just in the in the vein of having to re reinvent yourself every step of the way cuz that's the one part that's inevitable in this in this machine is is constant reinvention hmm. for people to ever even begin to pretend to care about what you have to say or offer us mm-hmm. um and the and the commitment the commitment to uh the commitment to to that sort of uh way of life or that being that lifestyle you mm-hmm. know that 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 it takes and the sort of limb and ledge that puts you out on and i wanted to get i wanted to go through all that 
just to talk about the sort of the 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 the, the similarities and the and the uh, and the differences of that for a black artist versus that of a white artist. So we just saw that we just went through all that with him. I would, I would, I would, I would say Wayne is the only, only rapper of color comparable to that. And here we are with Wayne. And this moment feels, this moment feels a little different. Um, oh fuck! This moment feels a little different because it's a, because it's, because it's, because it's a, because it's a black man, a person of color. What you mean? Um. It ha- it didn't have to be confused or wrapped up in any spectacles. Hmm. It just was. It just was a moment. I think, it, in a sense, it was. I mean, it wasn't a spectacle, but it was a long. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and that within itself, just as far as with the whole record label but, shit. But something that's something that is a byproduct of the of the biz of the nature of the business like that that happened whereas all the all the beef and the conversation of beef or lack thereof that was driving the narrative of that album mm-hmm. of kamikaze this was just a moment for us to celebrate somebody who's who's been great to and for us for so many years not wrapped up in no in no shit and being driven mm-hmm. by be ain't no no nah, nah, I'm just here to rap dog gotcha. and get y'all good music so no antics no antics gotcha. and I call me crazy but looking at it like that I'm just like where the, what what the hell is happening where all the white rappers are are, are funking right now. <laughs> It's placement, man. It's placement. <laughs> they, they don't want to get boxed out. And you can, in the in the game now, you can easily get boxed out of this one. Uh, so I think it's a fight for, it feels like a very small space right there when before we were talking about, you know, how much we care about rap and care about your, uh, your skills as a rapper. Uh, it kind of feels like the, there could be a box out that happens where there's really only space for one. Huh. <laughs> and uh and there and it's always been Eminem. So if there's ever and with the drop of the last album that M did before Kamikaze, uh, it felt like that was up for grabs. And I think he had to come back and try to get that get that public consensus back. Well sorry guys, but that was sort of my point, G. Yeah. M's been telling us for years I just don't give a fuck. Clearly you do. Wayne, there was a point when he didn't. I don't know if I buy it. Okay. I don't know if I buy it. I don't know if I buy it. There's no, and 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 perhaps it was the drugs that were allowing him not to care. But even when you when he's telling you, I just don't give a fuck. You listen to the lyrics, and it it reflects the as the the complete opposite argument. Whereas a Wayne, for example, he can't care. Mm-hmm. The stakes are a little. The stakes. The stakes feel a little bit higher, mm-hmm. which they are. And to and to care. To care. To care to the point where, it impacts and seeps its way into, the overall expression. 
is to just completely blow up your whole mission. Mm-hmm. And he's had to completely subscribe to the idea of not caring what anyone has to say. Right. And all that, all that is coming from, for me, is watching the parallels of the, or the, the, the complete, uh, the complete spectrum of the consensus and the feelings around C5. Like mm-hmm. I just went, went down and scroll the time. I see what everybody was thinking. And it was just, it was, there was no, Oh, this is just all right. It was, this is either terrible or, Oh man, we got Wayne back. All right. And I'm, I hope you, I wonder how you fellas feel about that. But as a creative that's sort of what you aim for. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody to just be chilling in the middle. I want I want them to feel some type of way, like that. That's a successful mission at the end of the day. And when you talk about successful album, critically acclaimed album, that's the part that they always leave out. Like uh, when when rot, like Rotten Tomatoes is really tight to me because there's sometimes Rotten Tomatoes is writing money where they rank something really they give it. They give it an A and they give it 90, 98% or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's right in line with how I feel. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they get that shit at 53 and it's something that I love. Right. But rarely is it something in the middle that I'm over the moon about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's either they gave it a really shitty grade and I love it, or they gave it a really great grade and I love it too. Or they gave it a great grade and I hate it. One or the, one or the other. <laughs> and so what you're aiming for. And creativity is for people to come consume what you've produced and they go, God damn, man, I feel feel funny after watching that. I have a feeling about it. Yeah, have something. Walk away with something. Mm -hmm. And from the fucking intro, you're committed to feeling away about this this album. (laughs) And uh, I'm just just really, really tired of the the, the lazy think pieces that everybody's doing that people tend to do. And I just I just I just like the I just like the idea of not being able to be lazy. It's all. And I, I thank Wayne. I thank him. Uh I thank Travi. Uh I thank all these people that have come through no name, uh rap, uh all these people, all these artists that have come through and created things that don't allow people to be lazy. Feel, come feel some way about my shit. Yeah. Or don't, or don't talk to me. You know? Um, I would say Chance before the last uh, mixtape album. Uh, was Coloring Book last? Coloring Sun- Book was last. Talking about Sunday, Sunday Candy or whatever? What's that? What was the, the mixtape? No, I was talking about Coloring Book. Oh, you were talking, talking about Coloring Book? Oh, my bad. Because before you that, we had, the, we had those two albums. The Donnie Trumpet. The him with shit with him and Donnie Trumpet. Was yeah, that, yeah, that was right yeah, before yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that no, no, I was. I like. Bino, it's no, it's a no, it's a, it's a, dog. Twenty eighteen for me is gonna go down as one of the the, the best years in creativity yeah. ever. Yeah, uh, it has been a crazy year. It's been, it's been, it's been phenomenal. Uh, and I think, and I think even the lazy, the lazy people are gonna go back and go, damn, did I miss it all? Because they missed it. They just, if you, if you were too, if you were too worried about. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be a lot of late ba- late bandwagons. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a lot it's of gonna late be a lot of nineteens that's gonna be like, oh shit, this was <laughs> I missed this. They're they gonna be trying to introduce post folks to it. They're like, wait, 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 that was an eighteen. Oh, oh, right. oh and, and that's what that's what I wanted to do, y'all, because we talked we talked at nauseum about about a couple records uh, two weeks ago, and I forgot one that came out that same weekend, and that was Rock Marcy shit. 
Uh, and I know I, I, I imagine y'all not are, are not big Rock Marcy's fans like me, but God damn that Dark Horseman, that nigga Rock Marcy man, he just he just he just an alien. Like it's uh don't nobody rap like him. Don't nobody pick the beats that he does. Don't nobody make the beats the way he makes the beats. He's and he gave us a phenomenal project. And anybody that's into that kind of shit. It, please go check that shit out because uh, right there with no name and, and everything else I've been listening to, Rock Marcy's been right there. So, um, got it. While we on album shout outs, we go for sure at the shout out reason too. I haven't had a chance to get to it just yet, but I'm, I'm ready for that, oh, re- that reason. reason album too. That oh, okay. TV. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So far, so good on the two singles that he that I had that okay. I heard. So, okay, okay. Uh, what did we miss anything? Did y'all y'all fuck with Gates? Of course. How, how's it? How is it? Is it which what is it? Good. It's not. What is it? Luca Brasi three. Three. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I'm a big Gates fan. Uh, yeah, I'm usually I'm usually a Gates fan through Post. So yeah. Poe po is Poe is my introduction. Poe and Goldie are my introductions to Gates. I, I was riding with Goldie one day, Over. and it was the first time that I'd ever given Gates an honest listen. It's mm-hmm. also got to be in the car too. And like, I was and I was admittedly late. I just I just wrote it. I don't know why I wrote it off, but I was like. Hey, Gates is really a. I mean, quiet as kept. He's he's he is a part of that young money camp at the same time. I mean, if a lot of people don't know that, he I read that. I read that story completely different. <laughs> like, he wasn't. He was around them. He okay. was about to sign the young money. Yeah, and if I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, interview he did with Sway. Yeah, like a little yeah. clip of it. Yeah, he, Wayne was telling him, if you're not over here, then nigga. You gonna be in the way, and I gotta eat. <laughs> so you gonna be food. How do you? How do you? As a, uh, as a, as as former athletes, I imagine you guys saw and reacted to that different than the person that doesn't have that competitive mentality. But a lot of people were like, "Yo, I feel some type of way about Wayne about that." And it's just that's just a part. That's just a part mm-hmm. of it all. Uh, yo, come get down, and they can tell you no. You're like, well, you you know you know what we gotta do there, right? And and Gates seemed to take it that way too. It's just a, a, a naturally competitive person that is that is tied that's attached to that spirit. Was like, hey, uh, nigga, let's go there. All right. You know, and it, and it seemed to kick him into another gear. All right. Where a nigga's telling you, hey, this is what it's gonna be, and you're like, all right, bet. All right, bet. This 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 what it's gonna be. Like, not uh, not folding or conforming or giving up or throwing his hands up. I feel like I feel like a. I feel like a a, 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 a a person not as competitive or of a weaker mindset would have just given up. Like, well, damn, Wayne is going to come after me. It's not, it's not meant for me. And I feel like uh, careers and journeys and, and, and missions and shit like that present adversities or battle like battles like that to, see, to just to test you, see how bad you really want it. Yeah. Definitely. And, and he rose to the occasion because he's here and he dropped, he dropped that album the same day and got – and and it made just as much noise. I feel like like people were talking about it and excited about it about that about what they got. Right. Um, that's not, is that his first project since getting out, or has he done something? Uh, he's you know dropped little singles and shit. But this is the first. Yeah. Is that, are they calling that it's an first album project? Or are they calling it a tape? Uh, I don't know. Okay. If Luca Brasi one was a mixtape and two was a mixtape. Okay. I don't know if the, he's counting this as an album. Okay. But it's original. It's original beats and shit. Though. It was yeah. on. It was on Apple. But yeah, all I, your I, shit. I, I, know, shit. I know. everything is on Apple now. But <laughs> what does what does that mean to us? Now? Yeah, exactly. But I don't know if it's a mixtape or album, but it's uh, for sure getting some streams. So. You just call it projects, right? Y'all know. Yeah, y'all know. Y'all know when it's album time. Our 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 topics are usually long winded, and, and the Wayne <laughs> shit. Was, Wayne was gonna be long winded regardless. Yeah, so nah, there was information. 
there. I forgot that there was a docket. Oh, we yeah, because we we go we go we didn't we didn't got we didn't got derailed. Batteries died and shit. So uh, we have more. We got yeah, we got plenty more. Um, we talked about about X and his his feature, but and we were and that was that was all looped into that 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 shitty video that had to watch. I don't, I don't really want to talk about that too much more. Do you guys want to talk about what? Triple X? I felt like we touched. On I know it. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We 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 kind of touched on it. We skimmed over it, but I I really at this that sh- that hurt my heart to have to see that video. It did. If heaven's as good as advertised, yeah, put a triple extension on. I think I feel the, the same way about you. Why do they release these videos for the public to see? Granted, I, it's, I mean, it, people want to know, or you know, I mean, he has do, a large fan base. Do but. people want to know that? Do people really? I, if because if if I'm wrong, I'm I'm 100 okay with being wrong, y'all. I I don't I don't want to pretend to know better or be better than nobody. I just I'm even questioning how much I watch like. Uh, Shoot them up shows and shit like that. Like I just don't want to watch other people die, bro. Like mm. I, I, I don't. Like I, I remember, I remember starting to have that feeling towards the end of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Mm. I'm like, bro, why am I watching this shit? <laughs> 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 and I loved that show. Yeah. But once, uh, once Ope died, yeah, Ope was a tough was, one to I, take, man. <laughs> I was in the living room, uh, swinging at the air like Cuba, bro. I was in the room. Uh, I was in the living room hot. Hey, so real life, gonna... bro. He's about to go look for them. The Mayans? <laughs> Who not did it? Fuck with uh, John Wick then. I got to. I, I'm. I'm. I'm saying again. It's not. It's not just black and white to me. I'm. I'm conflicted. I'm <laughs> just okay. saying. Wick's, like, a di- Wick's a different angle though. They're not. They're not having you get into the characters just yet. Like it's, <laughs> all the characters that you're into on Wick, they're yeah. they're surviving. I got you. <laughs> they're taking out everybody else. Just just watch just watching just watching that surveillance of a of a of a person that I was a, a huge fan of. Be murdered. It was. It was. It yeah. The, the surveillance. The surveillance was uh, was unnecessary uh, for the grand scheme of like that's good for the courts. They needed that information, of course, but for for the public, for the we, pub- didn't, we didn't need feel, that. It feels intentional when that shit gets out. Mm. Like you know when they when when shit in sports media gets out about a certain person wanting to trade. It's like, bro, somebody put that out on purpose. Like that shit mm-hmm. ain't no accident. Like right. they wanted. They want. There was something that they were hoping to gain from that. And my mind is so twisted that when shit like that comes out, it's a it's a fear tactic or it's a a, a numbing agent to just watching people die. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it feels that it feels that intentional to me. And I could. But I which, could, is, I, which is a possibility. I, it, could, it could just go all into uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if people watch uh, Hunger Games, but it can it can go into that type of that's, mental see, for the public. That's as to something to continue to keep you in place. <laughs> that's what it, and I'm so sick, G, that the Hunger Games feels like some shit that that's a that's a projection of the future. You feel me? Like I, that's my brain watches that shit and goes. Given our leadership, it's it's not it's not it's far-fetched. not far fetched. See, see, you don't now you now you got me shook. Here you go. So the purge is on the way. See, and yeah. that's I told May that shit last night. She was like, "What? What?" I was like, "It's like the scary. purge is not far fetched whatsoever." And see, G, but those are the it's type the of way. movies that fuck me up. Like yeah. all the the killer slash movies. That shit don't scare me. Yeah. The purge. Yeah. Niggas had me shook for 
weeks. I mean, because you got to think about the you got to think about the leadership that's in the office right now. Uh, the people like the stuff that he's doing behind the scenes, besides all the antics that's in front of everybody, it's the behind the scenes stuff that he's doing. Uh, just talking to lawyer friends and all that. Yeah. What he's doing with the court system, with the people that it's he's a, choosing. It's a lot of for, tampering and tinkering behind the shit that we don't necessarily. The ones that he's choosing yeah. for high offices, so people that's to be judges. He's he's choosing people who are in their early parts of life, and you gotta understand when person hits the hits the uh the stand as a judge huh. that's a lifetime they, job until they, they, they until they decide they to quit yeah man i uh this this power i just i just recently got on the whole rick and morty hype so like diabolical shit like that is like got my mind like warped bro because it, it just it all feels so so thought out so intentional to where i'm not putting nothing past nobody yeah. what does rick and morty come on uh adult swim Adults, uh, but okay. you uh, all three seasons are up on Hulu right now. Okay. Uh, uh see, now I gotta get Hulu because that that's, that's the second show that's, that's on Hulu that you watch that hey, I gotta watch, man. Gee, that what's that, that scary one too? Uh, Castle or something? Uh, Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Whew. All right. Yeah. But Rick and Morty is, and and I can't wait till you watch Rick and Morty because I, it's an episode of the first season where you walk away feeling mad violated, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, nigga, did nobody want to warn me about this shit? Like, this is, cre- this is creepy because they, they explore dimensions and like how much we should actually care and, uh, uh, bruh, I, okay. yeah, that's yeah. it. That's, I, I guess yeah, I, I, I would mean it too, but I didn't know where the hell to I, watch I, it. I gotta watch. And, speaking yeah. of, speaking of uh, multi-dimensions, did y'all watch SNL last night? Yeah. Let me go take a picture with <laughs> And we're back. Thanks to Poe, we had to go punch. You didn't, you didn't pee before you clocked in? You got to <laughs> Mandatory cra- state break. Man. How crazy is that? Did state you pee before you? Break. Why you didn't pee before you break? Before you, before you clocked in? <laughs> That's out of body. <laughs> your, bo- your boss asked you, man, you didn't pee before you got here? Bro, it's, it's lunchtime. Nigga, what you mean? Did I pee before I clocked in? Bro, period. Just throughout my day, bro. Don't be asking that question. Bro, yeah. I'm, <laughs> bro I'm grown. Don't grown ever ask me if man, I'm going bro. to the bathroom. <laughs> that's that's when I knew I wasn't going to be able to work when uh at the at Hartman, working at the staging company. Yeah. I went to the bathroom, and bro was like, did you ask if you go to the bathroom? I said, nigga, who are you talking to? I'm a grown, bro. What I look like asking you, could I go to the bathroom? That's hey, a wild right, thought. Go pee? <laughs> Yo, can I go to the bathroom? Bro, what? You give a fuck if you're the manager or not, nigga. I'm not about that. What? Bro, that's that's the fourth time you went to the bathroom today. What's going Ooh. on? Yeah. Bro, you got tabs on how many times went to the restroom? That's I'm not cool. I'm not made for you. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking not. I'm drinking gall- gallons of water a day. You got <laughs> you want anything else I'm from not, me? I'm not cut out for it. Uh, cool. S- we talking about SNL. Did y'all, we go off on tangents already. We do, yeah. <laughs> Y'all love it though. That's their favorite part of the show. <laughs> but we just go left from a topic. Uh, SNL, Poe. No, I didn't watch it. I ain't, I I didn't uh, <laughs> don't watch TV, bro. My life been uh, in a real you know crazy spot right now. <laughs> TVs aren't available to me. What about the internet? Did bro. you did you tune in from the from the web? From the interwebs? Nah. I know bro. you got Wi Fi. You can't go without Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah, Wi-Fi. But uh, <laughs> who is who is Weefy? Uh, yeah, I didn't catch it though. I, I've seen clips and shit of the after the show thoughts with uh, Kanye West. If people are aware of that, I've seen that. But I don't happened? see they have after show thoughts. Well, no, he's like, talking about the, the shit that went viral that people. 
Oh, got people, that people yeah. cut out and put on and, and posted for their own. Got it. Got it. Got for it, their it. own sake and shit like that. Uh, that's the part of it all that I, I'm not. I'm never comfortable with uh, shit in context. But the he he did it for that reason anyway. So I'm I'm not here to defend it. No, at all. The the MAGA hat shit is the is the only thing that people are talking about. Uh, oh, you wore the MAGA hat. He wore it last night. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Uh, Shout out to Ye. Where all I was con- all I was concerned about was uh, the fact that he was able to put Ty Dolla, Cuddy, Mike Dean, uh, 070 Shake, and uh, it was like three other people on stage at one moment last night, and he obviously brought out Tiana. But that last when they did fucking uh, uh, that shit with him, Cuddy and 070 Shake, like that's my favorite song. In the last mm-hmm. decade, dog. Ghost uh, Town? Yes. Yeah. And they did it. And Shake Shake is just a she's she's just an anomaly to me. Like that that your girl's gonna be special, bro. Like um That's all I was fixated on. And then Adam Driver's performance too, because he's he's an to me he's a he's an incredible actor. Uh I help help me, y'all. Help me help me care outside of the creativity in the performance. Y'all help me help me care as much as everybody else care about shit that the these celebrities wanna wanna sell and wanna put like I don't give a fuck that much, bro. Like I don't. Uh, it, I, to me it speaks on what we talked about earlier about I mean everybody just wants his opinion, man. Everybody wants to have their own say so about what's trending. But do but don't but see my thing is my thing is the, the pretending part of it. So don't don't tell me y'all canceling yay, y'all don't fuck with yay. And then Adidas do numbers that no brand has ever done before, a million sneakers in a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that. Mm-hmm. Y'all make up y'all mind. Cuz I seen when y'all not fucking with something, I've seen the stock drop. All right. But now y'all going to try to convince me that y'all don't fuck with them, but the numbers going through the roof. Yeah, that culture shit is a real thing. Though. That's like people, like people really get tuned in to uh, like the, what makes you cool. Yeah. And what seems cool and what is cool is, Ye- uh, is uh, Yeezy sneakers and Yeezy, the Yeezy brand for the for, for your feet, man. Like it's, it's a conversation piece and it's something that people want to be in on. So therefore, regardless of what you think your views might be, <laughs> what's over your views is other people's views. Exactly. And other people's views is that those things are cool. <laughs> so they are putting the motherfuckers on. It's, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just don't want to hear, I don't want to hear about it no more. Because at this rate, the people that are covering it and have something negative to say are in it for a personal gain now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm such a, I, I keep, I would say this every week and I'm like, Oh, this week I'm not going to talk about their podcast, but I can't help it. Cause I'm it's such a part of my life. Uh, Joe Rory and Maul and parks and them. They're so anti everything going on, but yet it's such a staple in their show. Mm-hmm. They cover it. Every time for engagement now, they cover it every week. If you're not fucking with them, stop talking about it, man. Shut up. Right. But no, y'all care because y'all fans care about y'all thoughts around him and that, and that whole brand, and y'all constantly bringing it up. Right. So you doing it for views now, my nigga. So now where where can I question your integrity at? You why you questioning their integrity? I'm questioning yours because you oh I'm canceling them, but you talking about it every week to draw more viewership to you. Shut the fuck up, bro. You really not. You really don't mean that. <laughs> 
that shit that, is trash to me. And that's where I got lost in was when uh, when I watched that show. When I watched that, uh, Yo, that bullshit that, state of the that culture. State of the culture. I still and I got though, and I got you ain't just watch nothing. just watch the first one. <laughs> you ain't but missing I, nothing. Uh, after I got those, after I got those views, and I got the way that the way that it was laid out. I was like, now it's just a matter of like whatever whatever you say to me, bro, is just what is nothing. But this, but see, and I wouldn't be mad at it if if niggas just left it there. But they want to try to push their moral compass on us. Fuck your yeah, moral compass, right. bro, because that's, that's all right. new. That's bro. right. You just start caring about things that matter, Joe. <laughs> you just start caring about Speaking. shit outside of you, bro. Like he, he Joe ain't never been socially conscious and aware like that. Right. Come on, man! Like stop! Like everybody pretending to care way, way more than they actually do. Well, he probably had uh, the social consciousness, but he probably didn't care enough to share it. Don't don't be Mister Don't be Mister. See, that's my thing. Like, yeah, when you get come woke, out though, you go yeah. directly to the other side. Like, <laughs> bro, you don't. Your you first don't, few <laughs> things you say, you don't want to warm niggas up first, bro. You like, you don't get to be Mister Woke now, bro. Nobody want to hear that. Not when, not when every, not when how you moving contradicts everything that you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to dig deep enough in anyone's life to pick them apart like that. Go, yo, you ain't living what you're preaching, dog. Do you? Because nothing's absolute. Right. I don't care enough. Right. I got too much shit going on in my own life to tell right. this man how to think and how to move and what to say. Right. If bro don't want to be responsible for the shit that he has to say, that's on him. Right. I don't have nothing to do with me. I just, everybody caring more than they, than they actually do and then that they're actually willing to put towards in their daily life because it puts them out the whole cap shit matters because it costs cap his livelihood hmm. which, protest is, which, ain't which no- has gotten lost in the yeah sauce. protest ain't shit if it don't cost you nothing right i i blame i i single-handedly blame snl for trump being in office because hmm. they they were they were so repulsed by him, but it was such a hot topic, and they got laughs every week. Yeah, my man, so on they, time. He was dog. He was on there every episode for two years straight yeah. before being the president. Yeah, y'all are single handedly responsible for giving Brett coverage. If y'all would have just completely canceled him, we wouldn't be talking. Like, right. I blamed I blamed them, and then guess who turned around and wanted to be the saddest when bro was in office? All the white liberals that watch fucking SNL. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't shut up. <laughs> I'm just everybody pretending is is the sick part of it. Either you mad or not, nah, you're gonna do something about it. Right. And so the part that's the most compelling is that these people being in office and in power and letting you know what their views are force your hand not to sit on the fence. And so now that you can't sit on the fence, you got to be active. And guess what y'all doing? Nothing. Just talking. Hot ninety seven can Ebro and Rosenberg. Y'all can shut up. Cause it's all about it's all about gain at this point. Yay, yay won't come on my show, so we hot. If yay would have came on their show, bro, they'd be singing a whole different tune. All right. You see how Charlemagne switched up once he got to go cover it. Man. Niggas be hot until they get to, until they get to tap in, then they what? switch up their whole view. So y'all not really the whole, mad. Y'all the just whole wor- thing, y'all bro. just worried about y'all gang, man. Let's just say that I could roll with that. Get your shit off, money. <laughs> I can, but I can roll with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not right. gonna be mad at nobody. It's like, yo, man, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't came to tap in. I'm, I'm mad at bro. But don't try to make it this thing where you you super woke and you super pro every. You not, and you're and you're you're, you're, you're you become scum at that point because you pretend it to mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. Why? Did, what were we talking? I think about? also, man, yeah, if you, if, if oh. you're gonna if you're gonna be pro, <laughs> I need you to be like. I need you to be pro with the with a sense of uh, uh, 
of uh, objectivity as well. Yeah. Because everything isn't just for being pro. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to kind of you have to you have to get a grasp on situations and which situation is which. Uh, so I think that gets lost in it as well. Is that people are kind of people are lost, man, and now it it ends up being a situation where your driving force huh. is something that you can't even grasp anymore. Whew. You don't even know what's driving you anymore. Hmm. You're just doing it. Talk about it. Talk about and it. And that's fr- that's the frustrating part is that I put I put stock into into humanity. Yeah. I put stock into us being able to somehow some way uh share the same landscape but make it better. Yeah. You can't do that. If you if your whole if you don't know what your driving force is anymore, mm-hmm. you got to tap into that. Yeah, and don't and don't be giving us no no fake no fake and messed up and no no fake or backwards ass narrative in order for us to in order for the public to get on your side exactly and then go completely it's, left exactly just the just the rope a dope bro rope a dope we got them we got we got them y'all now we can switch now but, we can get back but on niggas that see that though you know what I'm saying like re, like real ones see that shit and that's when that's that's the real cancellation all right we I did I, I didn't want to talk about Joe but he about to get it cause 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 Sa clap back what did Saha say oh uh, they do back on Pope a three a three C festival is is uh happening soon and uh-huh. so I don't know if you guys knew this but team backpack. Uh, the team backpack cipher started here, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, they got Sahai on one or two of the team backpack ciphers, and that shit went viral because he was snapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like a it was a recent, recent uh, the team backpacks yeah. were the team backpacks are probably like two years old now for Sahai oh, now. Gotcha. Um, but like a boss, Sahai started his own shit, <laughs> uh, similar to that. It's called uh, Bar Wars, mm-hmm. and they're doing it at A three C. And uh, it's, a, it's a cipher. It's a cipher of uh, I think it's four people. And Sahai goes last, and he getting his shit off, and he's snapping. And we all know, we all can agree, Sahai can rap his ass off. Like yeah. that ain't that ain't here for debate. But they've been going in on him every show, and he and he responds and say, "Yo, put a half a mil up. Let's get busy." And Joe ran to the thing that he clowns everybody they're running for is. Oh, you ain't even got that type of bread. I I listened to the show. I I'm a I'm a fan of yours, fam. I can't I can't allow that to fly, because you would kill anybody else for it. Mm-hmm. He would kill anybody else for saying that. Start talking, nigga, start talking about money. Yeah, if and a nigga the, openly challenges you when you go and you go straight to the money, that's a that's a clear sign that you shook. Most definitely. Hmm. Oh man, you ain't even got disposable income like that, bro. I ain't battling you. Shut up, nigga. Get the go write a bar. Are you comfortable? Joe and not which is no okay. bars, which bro. is but which is okay. Nah, it's bar. okay to be comfortable, but you can't keep coming at people about their craft and not expect nobody to say nothing, dog. Like it don't work like that. How long do y'all think uh before you know, this excuse that Joe has that he's retired I, 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 until he can't. I'm over endless. it, bro. I don't, I don't care. He has endless time? Endless. Before he, he, the masses start saying, oh, we gee, off you, Joe. Like, even, the mass even, of who? Even, even public, if he. His they, fans. Bro. Even if he. You understand what right the public now, cares about? The public don't give a shit about none of that. Even if he rap right now, bro, I'm, I'm over it. It's too late. You missed the boat. Yeah, no. Nah, nah. You ain't said nothing to Chance. You ain't say nothing to Russ. You ain't say, you ain't say nothing to. Uh, him? You ain't say nothing to him. 
good night. You ain't you you went you you had your Drake moment. You let that you let you you let that pass. Uh, crook got he already yeah, I was about to say Crook wanted it. Yeah, Crook <laughs> he, got he, he know he know he know Crook won't smoke. But he knows Crook got something to tuck though. Exactly. He already got his his uh But I, I but even that all that all that shit all that beef shit is is trash. I'm not talking about beef. I'm just talking about just 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 bars. Yeah, about And that's what and that's what that's what I became a fan of Joe was like his ability to respond immediately and it and it and usually his response be 10 times better than the person he was going up against in my opinion. Right. Um and as a fan who sat through and been ridiculed for being a Joe fan all these years. Now the world is watching. And and to me it just sounds like you ain't got it. You don't. That's what that's I can't say that. I can't say that he did, he don't got it. That's what it sounds Poe. He don't these, he don't got it because all these of new years, space. All these years of aimlessly going at Hove and all these people that wasn't gonna say nothing to you. Now the world is watching you. The industry cares about your voice now. Mm-hmm. You ain't got nothing for us but a podcast and a shitty show. State of the culture is trash, bro. It's, it's super trash. But uh, for in in Joe's in Joe's in Joe's situation though, he it really does hurt him more to respond as far as if it was to be with bars, because then it goes back to the space of the public remembering how much they don't care about Joe's bars. Right. <laughs> right. They they care about Joe talking. Because the shit comes across funny because he's not using he's using very limited uh, information like Joe knows a lot of stuff. So that's the reason why people tune in. He knows a lot about the industry. He knows mm-hmm. about he knows he knows a lot from his perspective. I, okay, I was okay. Yeah, thank you. To, I, was, I was about to say. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank no, you. no he, he knows a lot from his perspective, yeah. from his from his vantage point. Uh, so so that's where uh, like people tune in. But it's very it's, it's very spotty. And since we're dealing with people listening in that really don't care, uh, they just care about if it's funny or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's tapped into that. He's tapped into the post of that. Yeah. And he's a lot larger now than responding with bars. So he's going to continue to respond this type of way. He's going to continue to dangle that carrot out there. And it's never going to happen. It's just a matter of how much do niggas want to tune in. But right. this the Sahai thing is fascinating because he just gave us a great album. He's a part of a That's system really that he that he seems to that he seems to thrive in in the machine that is good music. Uh I just don't I just don't think I'm into knocking another person for how they getting it when they getting it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the the it would it's to me, Joe, my 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 disdain for Joe is the same disdain I have for Charles Barkley, Jalen Rose, um, a lot of the uh, Tr- Tracy McGrady, um, all of the, all of the clearly Paul dis- Pierce, Paul Pierce, geez, he's the worst defender. <laughs> Him and Charles are the worst. Um, all of the all of the disgruntled. Former athletes, which Paul don't really make sense because he got his ring, but for some reason his bitterness seeps through every time they put a microphone in front of. That's him. all them years of being black in Boston, dog. <laughs> but it's it's just like I've never I've never seen nothing like that where people who know how hard it is to do something then sit around and ridicule and just pick apart 
either the evolution that they feel left out of or just the overall process of creating something like there is a there is giving a critique and then there's just doing it so that you draw attention to yourself. Well, a lot of that comes down to uh, what you're seeing is people making moves that you didn't make during your career. The bitterness, G. The, bi- the, bitterness. the bitterness seeps in when you start seeing like the things that people have access to that you didn't due to whether it had to do with timing, whether it had to do with uh, the person no, uh, take, making the moves that they see, wanted to make. You, it would be different. And see, it would be different because the industry has changed, rightfully so. Definitely. But Joe is openly admitted to self to sabotaging some of his opportunities. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you're disqualified from critiquing people that are thriving in this, in my opinion. That's mm-hmm. just me. Mm-hmm. The whole Rockefeller thing was always so frustrating because all of them had something to say. But what about the ones that figured it out? When when do you start taking when do you start taking ownership for an opportunities that you may that you may have squandered? Like, let's talk about that. That's the conversation that I want to have as opposed to sitting there and watching you berate Yachty. Yeah, Kevin and Kevin Hart thing. It's the same thing that Kev was saying to Kevin Hart. And, and it's true. Yeah, the shit that I don't want, don't tell me about Yadi's music. I see what he's doing in fashion and 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 culturally that that's got me inspired by a young man of color getting it like that. Yeah, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch a a a thirty something sit there and talk to no baby like that. I don't. It's not cool. Hmm. If your if your point was to be more cognizant of your business, say that. So that that kid doesn't tune you out, because you, because at at that at that rate you are not an asset to him anymore, because mm-hmm. you've missed you've missed it. It's the preacher telling you to pull your pants. It's Bill Cosby. Or, Shut up, Bill. You you. We don't want to hear shit from you telling us to pull our pants up, dog. Yeah, it's a different conversation when you approach it differently with 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 some sort of respect and for 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 the having your thumb on the pulse of the culture and being able to 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 impact kids that way right the lack of disrespect for the effort that people have is where you get tuned out also that's a vessel man it's it music is a vessel um a lot of things a lot, a lot of things that people get caught up in is when um folks tend to venture out into other things that maybe they wanted to do in the first place and maybe the the vessel allowed them to do so but you can't really get like uh you can't get at them about how they utilize their space. They're just doing it. You know what I mean? They're doing something or like you do something <laughs> or you get somebody, you, you inspire somebody else to do something. Or, but it's not, but tearing down folks, that's just for the birds, bro. Or, like, as, as we're, as we're, as we're tearing them down. <laughs> or at, at least as I am, you're not, I am. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> G was like, don't put me in that shit. <laughs> Said no, nah, mine is I, I'm just stepping out of that uh, out of that space. I just I, I, I mine is noted that I'm no longer in support of the antics. Oh man! So I, I've I put that out there already, but um, it's not it's not a tear down whatsoever. It's just more so do better, bro. Do better. We uh damn we got we I guess oh we, oh yeah. Jesus y'all, this podcast is gonna be long as shit. Um. Hey we, man, we ain't seen each other in a minute. We haven't right? seen we haven't been in the same room in a minute, which is which is dope. That that the pod was able to thrive the way it was with us being in different venues and then being together just feels weird. I'm so used to just getting on the phone and talking to y'all. <laughs> now we in the room. 
Um, the pocket state. Do we do we care? I know we care. Do we care enough oh, to talk about getting it? Getting it back, getting back to unreleased music. Yeah. Does that matter? Uh, honestly, cool. honestly, does it matter though? I don't think so. Yeah. Does it matter? Afeni's gone, right. so I don't know who's running that. Right. Now. That's, yeah. Dude, yeah. See, that's it's I, good though. I put it on there because I was like, yo, right out of respect, we should talk about it. But I, when shit like Prince's family running his estate right now, completely. The opposite way of how he was running the shit makes me feel some type of way. Hmm. Prince, oh, they ain't they coming out with an album? They just the album's out. Oh, it but is. Yeah, but they're just. I saw. His, I saw that his unreleased shit is just gonna keep coming out. And I saw yeah. that shit pop up. That's what that was. Yeah, I didn't see Prince. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's it's in your uh, most recent. Uh, and so I'm just like I, I feel some type of way because if, gee, if you. If we know how you feel mm-hmm. about your writings, and then when you go and we go, well, fuck with L thought, we think this shit is good. Ah. What you. What? What? I'll tell you the truth, man. That legacy stuff is. That legacy stuff is. Uh, I, I know Prince moved, moved a certain type of way, and I, I, I wish that they would do it uh, the way that he wanted it or how he was moving in the first place if you knew anything about him then that's how you should be to know him is to love him yeah exactly but when he started talking about that amount of bread <sighs> hey man yeah, you, this, you this, this, this might this might actually be hell bro and then then he, he's out of there so yeah. he's, he's out of that fire so yeah whatever is left behind unfortunately isn't going to be controlled correctly yeah uh, from a public aspect, that's uh, fair. But, that's, but but he's free. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Letting people just do. It. But I just that's if crazy. you if you knew if you knew if you to know that person is to love them and is to honor their wishes. Yeah, most definitely. Most um, definitely. I would want to honor, but maybe it's not that simple. Maybe there was. We're talking about a lot of bread. Yeah, we're talking about a lot of money. Um, a lot of bread that you didn't have. He had it. Yeah. Right. Now you have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were to, they were, the reports of what they found in his vault. Was like large, larger sums of cash just just laying around next to the music, uh, VHSs, uh, uh, shows and rehearsals and tours and shit. And it's mm-hmm. just like it's priceless at that point. Right. So, because it's something that he never wanted to disclose with the public. He just it was it was it was his, right. you know. And to and everybody that knew him knew that was how he was how he what type of time he was on. Right. Like you know, he just he had a he had a he had an idea. His thoughts were specific, you know, and if he wanted it out, it came out. And if he right. didn't want it out, it didn't come out. And controlling or whatever, crazy. But there, I keep saying that there is no, it's not a, it's not a single creative worth the damn that ain't crazy. I, I know that. I know that for a fact, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't have some level of crazy. So the Pac, the Pac thing for me, it wasn't nothing to celebrate because it felt like part of, Suge's situation was tied up into that decision, and like it was just, it was just, it was just weird. And mm. niggas celebrating Suge in twenty years is nuts to me. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see nobody go sit down. N- not not twenty. That's, but I, I'm not. I'm just not in a space to celebrate nobody going to jail. Right. That's nuts. Um. Yeah. That's, so all of that felt that, intertwined, which is why I felt weird about it. Hmm. Um. Nigga, there is no role for no black man, a white man's jail. Mm, man. Uh, Poe, you want to take this one? You Quincy or Hove? You you put you put, uh, you put that in the group chat. I, I was intrigued. Uh, 
see the reason why that came up is uh there's a documentary on netflix about quincy jones and it's just highlighting his whole have we all watched uh, that now do you watch that you haven't watched it i'm yet? like i'm like a little little you haven't past finished? halfway yeah i haven't finished it but um just speaking on his career and his influence on the music industry or just the whole industry of entertainment really and uh i thought came to my mind and i'm just like man I wonder if Monty would rather be Hove or Quincy. When you put that in the group chat. See, I gave you time to think about it, but I wanted to blindside you with it, though. No. I, I had my answer, and it hasn't changed. Oh, okay. okay. And it's Hove. Like, You'd rather be by Hove. light years. Hmm. And I'm going to tell you guys both why. And I'm going to get killed for this shit. I know I am, but it, it's my truth. Watching that doc, I was a little tight. Explain. It must be something at the end that I missed. It, it, it's, you watched it's, the whole thing, money? Yeah, it's prevalent through the through the whole documentary. How okay. many episodes is it? Uh, it's just one. It's just one long one. It's just oh, one, one long yeah, one. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, it's prevalent all the way through. Because I'm a, because I'm a fan of Rashida and everything that she's done. Like the the interracial stuff doesn't bother me. Like I'm right. I'm, I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. When you look at Quincy's team now. Ooh, I was gonna bring that up too. I ain't see one person of color, and that that, and that may have just been because of the episode, but yeah, I felt indifferent about that when it, they was doing the um, they were playing it for the African American. Yes, the op- the opening of the African American Museum in no in DC. Black people wasn't in that room. wasn't a single wasn't a single black person in on that planet. Curious outside of, that. outside of Q. Yeah, outside of Quincy. Hmm. Um, that was weird to me. That I, I just. Uh, when you talk when you when you talk about the youth, um, and and people don't know this, but I knew where Quincy stood on stood on rap music and where he still sort of stands on rap music. And when you see all the artists he's working with now, mm-hmm. it reflects how he feels about rap music. Hmm. His son works with a lot of rappers, mm-hmm. but Q don't Quincy don't work. Hell no. That's what I uh, I was wondering about that. And he chose um, and Will Smith and. Uh, Jazzy Jeff to come perform or whatever. Man, I don't even feel right saying that, but it's that's just how I it's how I felt watching huh. that shit. And so, um, as someone who who's I love Will's story though, uh, Will's early story. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he, he did, got a how he did that. How he got no, with, he, how he got Fresh Prince. Yeah, how yeah, got, yeah. How oh. That was no, but see, that was awesome to me, and that and that was the Quincy Jones that I'm holding on to, and and Quincy is still. One of my one of my heroes, like that shit ain't gonna change. Yeah, I'm just saying I was disappointed in that part of not seeing any black youth in and around the business yeah. of Quincy Jones. And I'm only saying that it's because what Hove's doing, what LeBron is doing, and giving young people of color to be around the business of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Fuck being the face and being the athlete, dog. When you go to these conventions and these award shows. And you watch all the money that's being exchanged before you ever see a video, hear a song on the radio, and you see who's making that money, and it ain't none of us. That should have make your stomach hurt, bro. When we was in, remember when we was in Toronto, yeah. we were at Canadian Music Week, and I, I came out telling Poe that G, I was like, "Dog, they're in there deciding the future of the dominating genre, and I'm the only person of color in that room." The Spotify deal. The uh, being able to pa- bypass distributors, they were talking about that that weekend, and I I knew that shit. 
And I was like, this feels crazy that nobody of color is in this room to go to then go back to artists of color and help them retain ownership and be in on the ground conversation of what ownership is. I want to ask y'all, do y'all, and this is a general question, but when you think about it, do we, do y'all feel that we have enough, enough people of color trying to fight for those positions? Or we just, we're so of the culture well, that it's just like, well, if we, well, and, and cause big Sean is doing something similar in Detroit where he's teaching kids in the community about the business around mm. the industry, you know? And that shit is so compelling to me because nobody's having that conversation. Like, I feel if like I feel like if there was more soccer programs, if there was AAU soccer in the hood, like, it would be, have a lot, of, lot more soccer. Just the access. Mm-hmm. We know what access brings. We know what introducing people to stuff, like, you, know, you just don't know it exists. Yeah. So int- introducing it goes, damn. You mean to tell me I can I can have a production company? You mean to tell me I can start a film company? You mean to tell me that I can start a a, a PR firm and I can and I can make six seven figures a year doing this right. and being able to have a family and a career like all the things that a lot of people aspire to do that they write off because they can't be the voice or all they right. can't be they they're not six eight so they can't be an athlete. It's like no dog you can go be. An agent, you can go work in sports management. You can go work in the front office. You can right. do all these things, but no one's providing access to that. Right. You know, Consi- oh. consistently, consistently. Yeah, people are. I'm. Yeah, you're right. G. Oh. Consistently providing. Access. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because in order to open that up, uh, open up that subject, um, and have that be a, a actual thing, uh, the consistency is going to be very key uh, because you're going to have to break the mindset of people who don't believe that that's a possibility 100 um, percent, and that there was a point in time when there was a lot of things that wasn't a possibility for the african-american man or uh or women as well um and over time things became normal because it was in your face a lot more like yeah. what he was saying uh but the consistency of having people who have broken through uh provide access now it's not giving somebody something just because uh they are uh, of darker skin it's more so providing access through extensions of yourself you ain't got to be there just extensions of yourself empowering others Mm -hmm. uh that can then uh create the foot soldiers for others and that's the beginning of the whole landscape switching yeah You know, it's going to be a gradual thing because we have, of course, we have the overachievers that's going to jump right in and they've been ready. They've been waiting for this shot. Mm -hmm. And then you have the people who don't even recognize their own talent Mm -hmm. that would thrive. They do. They do. They do all the time in in business. Um, um, What is it like? It's kind of like a personality test or like a, a. a, a mindset test or something like that mm-hmm. that groups what are your pros like what are you really good at mm-hmm. and it also shows you what you're really bad at mm-hmm. um and you can be in a role in your and we just talk about this you could be in a role in your job that you're just eating at a time you don't really, you don't care about whatsoever because it's not taking advantage of your 
pros. Mm-hmm. If you knew your when when businesses start doing those personality tests and passing those out and giving those to their employ their um their employees, mm-hmm. their employees tend to thrive because they now know where to put their energy. And before that, business was just giving, which was just had employees, just had employees yeah. working. <laughs> but once you once you show to your employee what it is that they are good at, what they are great at, then they became amazing at their job, which helped out the bottom line. Mm-hmm. This is a very similar situation, but in a in inside of hip hop that doesn't have boundaries at this moment, the boundaries are being created. But in real fucking time, in real fucking time, in real fucking time. But just to have people acknowledge what their what their strengths are within this is something that can really break that mode Hmm. like that. But that you need the people that have broken through already Hmm. to somehow give back. And that's and that was my point with the Quincy thing. Like uh, I had a teacher in seventh grade give me uh, I don't and I'm not even sure how this book came to be because it's like a collection of Quincy's journal. Mm-hmm. And I got that shit in seventh grade, and I wanted to be a producer then. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wanted to be on both sides of it all, like understanding what a production, having your production company is, having artists, and having a business. And so I had that book, and Quincy is forever immortalized. And then seeing Quincy Jones's name on the fucking credits of French Prince every week was, was, it meant something. Like it was really powerful. Um, I was just, I was just really, really let down watching the documentary, not seeing any young people of color, yeah. uh, being able to be around that energy and and that knowledge because you can't pay for that. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't go get that shit from nowhere else. So when he's gone, who's got who? Where where does that go? If exactly. it didn't, if it doesn't reach us, you know, and that. And, and 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 again, that may not be fair. Maybe that was just a day when wasn't none around. I just in the doc, you didn't see it. Right, so right. Um, that was I I I fixated on that the whole time through. It didn't it didn't ruin the story for me. It doesn't ruin what he means to me. Right. Uh, just in the context of that question, what I personally aspire do aspire to do in terms of just providing access to kids of color, um, Hove, at the very least. Surface to surface seems to be doing that a little bit more. Hmm. Yeah, um, he's doing it, and it's very apparent. Yeah, it's not, you, know, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's I don't have to guess. Like, right. I know I know what time it is in terms of just empowerment and helping people like Kevin Durant and all the athletes mm-hmm. understand what their brand should and could look like. You yeah. know, um, and that's just that's just on an agency level. We're mm-hmm. not even talking about the people that he's employed around him and has entrusted them in their circle. So that. Uh, that was for me. You had you had another topic. <laughs> that is so far left from from this. <laughs> Paul was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm not about to do that." To We're y'all. good at left, man. Can, that yes. can be the, the closing statements. That's uh, just some. That's just some ignorant shit. I just want to know. Well, I'll be ignorant then. Have white people officially lost their goddamn mind? <laughs> what happened? Are y'all watching this fucking Kavanaugh shit? Most definitely. Bruh. white people have been lost their mind, man. But. Gee, I, I'm with you, but this is crazy. Are y'all, bro? Are y'all watching this? Like, I, but that, but once again, that's a, that's another case of, uh, of how bad the, uh, the, the powers in office right now want to have a judge and want to have their judge in it. Mm. Uh, to, so, to completely, 
to completely throw out disregard all of this stuff (laughs) disregard optics because he's because somewhere somewhere in private he's already signed on got you uh for for all of the shits uh past uh the person we have in office yeah. leaving yeah. Um, out of office. So they, they, this is not by accident that there's overwhelming support hmm. uh, from one side. And what they're trying to do with the case as far as uh, at first not wanting the FBI to be included mm-hmm. um, on the investigation uh, to back, backpedaling and saying, okay, the FBI can be included. Uh, but we're only giving them we're giving them a limited amount of time to do their research. <laughs> if you don't have anything to hide, then a limited amount of time sounds nuts. Right. Uh, and it's all in the way that he's acted while he's oh, been in geez, court, bro. That is also wild, and it's it's just it, and I, you know what came to mind though. What I was thinking about when I when I was watching this whole thing, watching this whole thing transpire and all that, is the way that he's acting. Is so um, it it makes so much sense on the scheme of where he went to school. Hmm. There's not enough um, attention that's put in on Ivy League schools, mm-hmm. and um, I don't want to just limit it to the white male, but I will in this case. Um, in that in that scope, so in Yale, Harvard. Uh, Princeton. Princeton. I don't. I don't. I don't know too much about Princeton as far as. But I'm thinking more so. I'm thinking more so on Yale and Harvard, Mm -hmm. on the amount of things that the white male that goes to those schools are privileged on in the first place, and then how much of how much of the world they believe is theirs already immediately, and that's including women. Huh. As if it was, as if it was just another, another thing to consume, to conquer, mm-hmm. to conquer. It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. The amount of things that haven't come out in those schools that gets that have been getting suppressed, that's and been buried. getting suppressed. Yeah. The amount for the, of stories for the sake of saving face and the brand of the of the entity. It's a lot of money. It's 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 a it's it's like it's a clubhouse. Right. You know, it's a uh, fraternity. It's a fraternity. Yeah. Well. And but that's the part. G those frats don't die there. They 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 matriculate. They spawn in, out. And, yeah, and yeah, and they find their way into our 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 White House and our judiciary system. Like it, it it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're in, they're in high paying jobs. That's what I'm saying. It start it starts there. You know, it doesn't start there because it starts before that because their parents more than likely were that way because they they a lot of times those are you know next generations. Uh, that end up going through that um, that same system, yeah. Uh, but they're spawning something into the world that is toxic, mm. um, and it, it's come it's coming out in the Me Too's, of course. Um, All that shit's coming home to roost. It's, it's coming out, but th- but that was very prevalent when I was looking when I paid attention to this case. It's just like I saw a school you went to, and and in my head, I was already like, okay. I mean that's. And unfortunately, I felt okay um, about, and I, I hate to generalize like that, but it's just something about uh, those schools inside of, in that Ivy that League breed, that, that breeds that level this. of privilege. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. You 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 dead on in that, bro. You're not generalizing, G. I think that uh, I think a lot of people would agree that that exists. Um, I got a I got a dose of that, and then uh, 
the reason I the, the reason I was like, yo, white people lost their mind because it's like this shit used to sort of be kind of confined and like behind the scenes and not for the public to dis on display. Mm-hmm. That was a that shit looked like a a, a a Chappelle show spoof. Like it looked like they were making that up. And I was watching that like, bro, is this real? Mm-hmm. Like, Domino effect, man. <laughs> Domino effect. Y'all put a reality star inside of the white. And now, house. And now it's now it's all here for us to consume. And I'm just I'm bu- I was bugged out because mm-hmm. I was like. Every step of the way, I was like, bro, somebody going to come out and be like, ha-ha, it's just a joke. Mm-hmm. And it just kept going. Another thing that's crazy about that, uh, the, the besides putting the, the the joke inside of the house like that, was um, how much of a joke politics can be sometimes. Yeah. Because you're so stuck in you're so stuck in what your class is and fighting for that one no matter what. Um, I mean, what your stance is, yeah. um, your title is inside of there, what you know, what you, um, what you identify as, yeah. mm-hmm. that you kind of forget about your your moral compass huh. a lot of times. Huh? Say that you, you lose it. Say that you lose it. You lose <laughs> it within the class that <laughs> you that. identify with. Say in that. order to be in these same parties, in order to fundraise and. Uh, make money for your party in order to get who it is that you want in certain situations in um, you lose out on the most simple uh, part of you um, and you end up with situations like this like you felt like this was a blind side no this is something that's been going on for for a long time yeah it's now public because everything's public now pretty much but now what's even worse is that it's public and it's like a it's a mockery hmm. when it's something that's so much more important than that. Sheesh. I uh Yeah, man, I just just trying to trying to navigate through it and 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 to wanna care and be informed, but it seems like such a spoof. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I I just I can't believe this is even even up for debate, mm-hmm. wrong, wrong. Just let just, let's just let wrong be wrong and move on. The fact that bro gets to sit up there defend himself and say some of that wild shit is just beyond me. But that's what we've cre- what what's been created in this in this space in this time, bro. And, and it's I'm sorry. It's hard to. It's again back to the Wayne. It's hard to. To continue to subject yourself to that, to the point of caring, where it affects your day. Yeah. You know? Uh, I wanted to say something real quick. Uh, Somebody had mentioned to me just uh, last night that they were speaking to an older gentleman at a bar, Uh probably around his 60s or so. Yeah. And he was talking about the case. And then he he was saying that uh, basically in more recent news, it's starting to feel like this is the attack on the white man. Oh, Jesus. I mean, to our <laughs> listeners out there, like, I'm just giving you what this man has said or what somebody told me that he said. And I'm just sitting there like, damn, bro, really said, is, is there, there's an agenda to, <laughs> to attack, attack the white the man? White, he meant it, too. I promise you he did. For sure meant it. And it's just like, oh, you really, where you been at for the past, what, four or 500 years? <laughs> Well, we on top. You don't look down, bro. 
Man. But uh <laughs> that's that's crazy. When you on top, you don't look down. Bro, but uh but this is like this is and I've been saying this for a while, man. This is the last hurrah. And you're gonna see a lot more crazy. Uh but if you, if you thought this was it, bro. But the but the climate the climate is shifting. Like yeah. it's shifting slow, but it, the climate is shifting. And the this is the last hurrah of trying to keep like the how the maga is trying to keep that somehow some way as what has already always been known and is 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 dwindling. You know mm-hmm. that that light is very dim. So. You're trying to do everything that you can possibly do and just see what you can get away with. Right. And that's where we're in right now. We're seeing the last hoorah. This, we're this seeing is swing, we're, this is swinging for the fences, huh? This is swinging for the fence on every chance you can possibly get, no matter what that pitch is. Wow. How many more years do y'all think white supremacy has in this country? Uh, I think as long as... Blatant white supremacy. I think I as say. long as people still occupy, like, prominent seats in the executive branch and all that shit like mm-hmm. as long as those seats are still occupied like mm-hmm. within banking and all the shit that they that that that's you, you know what i'm saying so yeah. i like everybody's saying like i'm because i'm with y'all this is the last it feels like their last effort but as long as those spaces are occupied still fam we still we still gotta we still gotta keep our guard up and continue to prepare and do the work oh fully fully, yeah. fully, fully. But, yeah, but i'm with y'all 100 this is the this is what desperation looks like yeah and that's not the that's not to get misconstrued that means you grind even harder um for self uh for family mm-hmm. uh for your community uh you grind even harder for it because it's not that's not going down without a fight yeah so you got in order the best way to the best way to win a fight is to be prepared yes, for it. Yes. So yes. that's that's not saying you get like a days ago because I said it's the last hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that don't mean oh, that I don't mean that now. do not mean let up. That means you get ready. You get ready and I, th- I think we've been ready but it's a matter of just staying ready. Yeah. So yeah. Po, go to, go to your topic now. You I feel like you can insert said ridiculousness right uh, there. Most definitely. All right. Uh I don't even bring this up. I mean, <laughs> fellas. Hey, fellas. What's up, man? We have all, I mean, we're all um, men of. Uh, this, yeah, this is about to get real. Men <laughs> of, uh, how can I say this? Well, did uh, you start with fellas? Fellas. <laughs> fellas. You don't start coming with fellas, right? <laughs> it's about to get real. <laughs> so let me just set up the narrative. Okay, we've always, we, we have, I can say at some point in our life, and this is coming from the male perspective. We have, <laughs> at some part of our life, have encountered a questionable female, right? What, like does somebody, what does that mean? Meaning questionable, like, I don't know how safe she may be right? ah. as far as, like, health-wise, as far as, like, putting yourself at risk. She might be a little out there more than others. Um, and I just want to know what go through niggas' heads when they get to the point to where they need to strap twice. We've heard this on records, like music videos. <laughs> and I wanted to know, have my niggas ever been in the position to be like, oh, I'm going to put two condoms on. That's nuts. I'll, I'll, that I'll, I'll leave before. before Bro, that's what that. I'm saying. Why are niggas out here risking their life if you got to put on two condoms? Nigga, if you don't go home. put it like I don't want to put it like that. <laughs> I haven't had to edit a podcast in, in weeks. And this is going to be where I edit, do a lot. So get your shit off. Get all of it off. I don't want to put it like that. And I'm going to chop this shit so just to protect the innocent. 
Most definitely, most definitely. Not the no, not the subject. I'm just talking about oh. that. I'm talking about the stuff within the subject. No, we, this subject <laughs> is staying. I promise you, it is. I'm just letting y'all know this. If y'all thoughts don't actually reflect reflect y'all sentiment, it's got shaved a little bit off. Got it. Yo. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, no, nah, but they, they, that's what it that's what it comes down to, man. Is that folks don't folks don't have enough of these situations to encounter, man. They be over here over, you know, overdoing it. They be for 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 uh, for the first thing though. Around a fellas, around a potters, they are fabricating, fabric, fabricating all of this stuff that they're yeah. out here doing. Right. So, with a lot of these situations, man, I I feel that it's either not true, mm-hmm. or they did something beyond what they should have. They do they were supposed to, and that's the reason why they did it. Yeah. I've never been in that situation with either one of them. Yeah. So I can't I can't really say anything about that. But go ahead, Paul. Nah, man, I was just really wondering, like, uh, what what song was that on? He said, it's, "Make sure you strap twice." Was that on? Was that on Wayne or? No, I, this is an old track. I oh, think it's like okay. R. Kelly or something. I mine was kicking some gang to him. Always make sure you strap twice. <laughs> like, bro, like <laughs> when you sing it, it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> when you put a melody what behind the fuck it, it's song <laughs> was that, dog? Nah, but it's it's been said on multiple po- songs, bro, so you don't have to pick one. Like, people have heard this narrative before, and it's just, that's nuts. I don't want to think about it too much, because I feel like it's more for shock value. Like, I, there's nobody out here really doing that, is it? Somebody got to nah, be doing it. for sure strapping twice. No one's, please tell, y'all please tell me y'all kidding. Somebody, no somebody no out here wasted condoms. Bro, two. Just go home, bro. It's not for you if you got to use two. Two? Just like, go bro, home. I, Damn, that's crazy. That's just a crazy thought. You don't know when your next chance gonna be, so you gotta that's strap crazy. as many times as you want. That's to. a crazy conversation to have internally to go. I don't know when it's gonna happen again. I'm putting on two. I gotta get this. I gotta get this two off real quick. That's crazy. I, mean, I just went to the store, got the three pack. Yeah, I'm using, <laughs> I'm using, using the two at one time. Two that means I'm gonna get another three and, pack. Hey, and remember when the three pack the price went up? And he was like, "Damn." <laughs> Connors is seven dollars, boy. You have to make a decision. That's when you gotta just show that show that one. <laughs> like, bro, I'm gonna just open this. I'm just nah, open this. Edit table. that, edit that out. That man's out. <laughs> yeah. out like, you got condom? Yeah, I got one. That ain't mean I ain't use it. <laughs> hey, man. She's like, where you put the wrapper at? Oh, it's in my wallet still. Nah, you just huh? gotta get. You just gotta get past that initial question. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I gotta get past that, that initial whoa, question, bro. This is. I've been wanting to ask y'all this forever, bro. Because it's. I think it's something wrong with me. Yeah. I never throw the condom away at her house. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. You need to leave. You need to go home. You can't leave a condom at a girl house. Uh, use one in the trash or something. I can't. I never could, bro. I was always shook. Nah, money. I'm with you, bro. See, I always took. I always. I always my shit, my took shit, my shit and threw it away shit, somewhere. I should always. Like a, uh, okay, if it's a broad that I don't fuck with like that, like it's just some. What we want to call it, like some standby pearl or some. Uh, yeah, bro, it, I just I po like it's no it, it's it's a it's a it's a big difference yeah, yeah. but I'm but I'm saying like m- most of the time because I was taking that shit and throwing it away in a, a dumpster behind Food Max right, nigga like right. I wasn't throwing it away I don't is that sick No nah. you're not sick Okay uh, When nah. I heard Cameron in an interview he he was talking about that he heard about chicks using turkey basters That scared me for life Yeah that, that's exactly I was why like, I did oh, it. Hell no yeah. I'm tying this shit up. If I throw it in her trash, yeah, so you she did, can't you did all the work for her, man. <laughs> <laughs> she good to know now. Eighteen, <laughs> hey man, you got eighteen man, years now. That shit is crazy. Yeah, man, that shit. I can't believe that shit's hilarious. I'm for sure leaving that. That was fucking hilarious. 
So you you putting used condoms in your pocket case? No, you wrap it up, obviously. <laughs> no, nah, you gotta get you, that. Pe- you, t- you tie you tie it off. You put it back in the wrapper, and then yeah, you wrap no, it in know, a napkin. I know, I know it that. depend on it depend on which house you at though, because it depends on what you got access to. So sometimes, you, sometimes, wait, sometimes you get a, we, you get a wet you get a wet rag. We need to talk more. <laughs> or about, other times you get a paper towel. Wait, if we you got that paper towel. That should go about to the pocket. you smashing a chick that don't have no paper towels at her house. That's foul. <laughs> That's foul. I'm judging you more so for that because I for sure didn't want. Hey, you know you know you go in people's house. And they got the the uh, the the towel set in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a towel set. I really couldn't trust her. Like hanging up. Yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, if a woman don't got a towel a towel set, it's different for us. Like that's rough. I'll probably never have a matching. T- if I got li- if I'm living by myself, I probably will never have a matching bathroom towel set. But if she don't, something wrong. Are you judging niggas that have matching towel sets? In the bathroom, nah. like a full, full put together bathroom. Nah, I respect it. You you on your shit. I just oh, okay. I just will, I just probably won't if I live by myself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I try it and then niggas for some reason when it's when it's a bachelor pad niggas dry their hands and do hella shit on them towels. Yeah. When it's a chick house niggas don't do all that like they respect it more. Am I tripping? Because nah, decoration. Yeah, it's they know it's decoration, but for some reason. Yours is supposed to just be multi-purpose, dog. Don't don't wipe your face on my bathroom decoration towels, bro. What's wrong with you? Yeah, nah, that's hella disrespectful to a guy, though. Like, <laughs> oh my like, god, niggas got master towels, and now you want to wipe your face. And now you want to ruin them. You know I'm not gonna go back to bed bathroom. You ought to get no more. So this, I'm a, I'm one and done. And then when you watch for some reason, <laughs> yeah, one and done. when you wash them, they don't ever look the same. Like you not, I don't think you're supposed to wash them. They just nah. supposed to just sit there. Yeah, nah, yeah, they supposed yeah, to sit there. Yeah. yeah, when you wash them, they get a, they get all uh, dingy and they, shit. Yeah, they yeah. dingy and one fuzzy sh- and shit. One sh- well, they got one take in them. So yeah, yeah, know, those, those those are meant to be. Stop out. talking about bathroom towels, bro. It's because Poe po took took us to the left. Poe took us. He he called it too. Appreciate you though, Poe. He's like, yeah, y'all. We shouldn't talk about this. Nah, anymore. but real though, real though. Never ever ever had to strap twice. If you got to strap twice, then I yeah, feel sick, bro. Yeah, fellas, you should you give up at that at that rate. That late and ladies don't let that shit fly either. Like so, like he either think less of you. Or he got some other shit going on that two or two of them ain't gonna save save neither of y'all at that point. No way. Truthfully, at a certain point in time, though, if you mess with women, you can't you can't even raw though. It's gonna oh, be rough, shit. man. Here he go. It's gonna be rough. That's true. Here I feel go. like everybody should know the status. Wait, based on what, guys? Based off getting tested, knowing where you at. Oh, she oh at. no, no, no. That's a okay. Let's have let's have let's let's have safe sex conversation. Yeah. yeah. Are we? Are we? Are we? We are having those conversations, right? Women. When we're having these conversations with women, most definitely, because it gets to a point where I mean, when you're having sex and you're using a condom, and you're not used to using condoms, let's just say you have somebody that you have uh, consistent sex with, and you stop using condoms, then that consistent sex stops, and you try to go out there have sex with another girl, and you start using condoms, it don't feel the same, bro. We all, everyone all. knows, everyone knows that. Though. Well, I don't know. Some people be like, "Well, nah, I never." Yeah, you guys know people, people. Unfortunately, you gotta. Unfortunately, you gotta. You gotta choose. <laughs> you gotta choose responsibility over your actual over feelings. pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah pleasure over here. You you have to health as well. Right? But uh, but real life though, like it's, it, you should definitely have your go tos though. <laughs> Thanks, sponsors. It was fun. <laughs> it was really fun having sponsors for a week, guys. Hey, man. Uh... Yeah, it's just I don't know. Are we? How do you bring that up? How do you bring it up to a woman like, or even let's just make it a general statement. How do you bring it up to somebody like to ask them 
uh, no, it's yo, just you clean. No, no, have it. Just have an adult conversation. Okay, and that'll and that'll reveal a lot about the per- like. And I, I I learned I honestly learned that from an older woman, fellas. Like, she just had she just was straight up, mm-hmm. and I respected that shit so much, and it taught me so much as a man about uh, safe sex. And and conversations with potential partners. Yeah, I respected her so much for that shit because up until that point, it was a it was taboo or it was a myth or whatever, and I didn't treat it with the respect it deserved. That's mm-hmm. just me being honest. Yeah, 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 I learned that from an older an older woman, uh, and and that shit that shit meant so much to me. Um, and going forth, and how those conversations should should be had all the time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you, should, you definitely got to have those conversations, man. That's important. Damn, man, we got we 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 expanding, we growing. Safe, <laughs> safe sex, so meet the brave. Y'all welcome. Schools, if y'all want to hire us, uh, to come do a tour. High schools around the bay, we got y'all. Definitely, yeah, we definitely well. appreciate seventy five k a piece. Most definitely, we appreciate we appreciate <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate Paul uh, Paul taking us into that topic, man. Because uh, yeah, that was uh, that was all Paul Titter. That was that was it. That was a great topic, a great topic though. Um We got a couple more before we get out. You guys you guys got anything we missing? I, I really want to talk about uh Sharif O'Neal because that's near and that's something that's near and dear to us and then just LA sports media and that'll be it. Um I, if you got did you guys see the the Sharif O'Neal thing? Mm-hmm. Did you see it? Got his heart heart condition. Yeah, but they, they caught it. Um, oh yeah. So Sharif O'Neal is Shaq's son. Um Sha- Shaq and Shawnee. Uh, Shani, who is a, a prominent TV producer now and doing her thing, um, they have a son that was was he four star or five star? I think he might have been four star, but either way, he was he was highly he was number thirty two in the class. Yeah, number thirty two in his class in the nation, which is a really big deal for for basketball. Uh, and uh, he, I think he was originally committed to Arizona. And they had some legal stuff happen, and then he and then he eventually uh, decommitted and then committed to UCLA. Mm-hmm. So he's set to start his freshman season. Uh, basketball season is upon us; it's it's here. And it was announced last week that he's gonna forgo his freshman year to have heart surgery mm-hmm. because in the screening process they caught an abnormality. Abnormality, and. The reason this topic is so uh, so near and dear to us is that uh, Poe and I's little cousin, L's little brother, uh, Davey, David, David Garganis, what up, bro, um, was on his way to be one of the higher-ranked uh, players in the state of California and actually went into cardiac uh, during a game, cardiac arrest during a game. And this happens way more than is covered in in main media, um, a, a young man at at the at at at, at the University of Maryland uh, just pa- just just died at the start of uh, training camp for football, mm-hmm. um, and and now the now the the school has been found uh, responsible for his death, and the parents are going to sue. It's, it's 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 it happens all the time where kids drop dead in the middle of games. Mm. Uh, and the and. I, I, I don't know where I was, but a, a friend of mine called because he was in the studio with me the day I got the call about Dave. Mm-hmm. It was my it was literally my first time in the big studio in Ashland. And uh, I was working with the the one of the guys that produced the Linkin Park album. And he put me in the studio and I was recording. It was like a big day for me. And 
my phone kept ringing. I'm like, I'm recording. Like, kept ignoring it. And finally, it was like, at this point, okay. And it was a person that never called me. I was like, okay, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I got the call about Dave. And it was just like, and my heart went out to Shawnee and Shaq and the whole Neil family with reading that. But I couldn't help but be so grateful that they caught it. Because right. the, 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 uh, the chances of 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 surviving that and having your life spared are so slim. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I see Dave, whenever I see any of y'all, I'm excited because uh, I know what you guys have all been through separately and and collectively. But whenever I see Dave, I just hug that nigga because he's not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not me exaggerating. None of that shit. Fam, just not supposed to be here, right. you know, because that the 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 odds of surviving something like that, especially in the in the environment that it took place in, mm-hmm. is so slim. It just so happened to be an off duty nurse and fireman there the night that it happened with mm-hmm. Dave, and the when we just looking at the the numbers of that is so nuts, bro. That's crazy, mm-hmm. and so somebody like Sharif, even with all the access. And all the opportunities and all of that shit, the odds of that kid surviving had he gone to play this season, he he wouldn't be here, bro. And they caught it. And a part of me was uh, was uh, was was moved and touched because we can we can directly correlate it to to Davy's case where they're taking the screenings and and. and complaints in and around the heart a lot more serious because of his experience or, mm-hmm. or in and around the country. And that kid's life was spared. Like, basket, yes, it's a tool. You love the sport. But you got so much more to offer than fucking sports, man. Right. And I'm just I'm just glad that they caught it. And I wanted to talk about that because uh, Dave's situation changed me forever. Um, just in terms of what... I put an emphasis on and importance what I looked at. I still love sports. Don't get me wrong. I still am a big fan, but not the way it was. It was the end all and be all for me before before that day. So um, I, that that's my two cents, man. Sharif, you're gonna have a you're gonna you're gonna bounce back. Uh, I believe Roni Tiryoff, uh L's teammate, had something similar and was able to go on and have a career. So you're gonna have a great career. You're gonna come out of this. Like a champ, man, and you're gonna be even better for it. I, I do believe uh, mentally, you're gonna be able, you're gonna be allowed to grow and develop, and and do some amazing things in the Pac-12, brother. So you you keep your head up and stay prayed up and keep and keep good people around you, bro. Because it's gonna be tough. You're gonna miss it. You're gonna be sad, but you uh, you got You got another lease on life that uh, had things gone a little bit different, we'd be mm. having a different conversation. So far more important. Yeah. But sorry, fellas, y'all got anything? I, I, I've been thinking about this shit for a couple of days. So, and no, I talked, and no, I talked to Unc, and I talked to Unc this morning too for a really long time. And that always, I, I make fun of, I make fun of our conversations, but I'm always grateful when I get to have them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, we we talked at length about that this morning, so it was, it's fresh on my heart. So. Yeah, no, you touched it all on the head. That was, you know, just glad that they were able to able to catch it before there was any uh, complications that took place um, later on because you know you tend to you tend to 
get caught up in the game portion of it, yes. the fandom yes. of it, yes. 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 Um, the money portion of it, um, a lot of things that comes to play in that. Uh, but what gets lost um, a lot of times is, you know, humanistic portion of yeah. things the human, that the thing, human element, you know? things that really, things that really matter, yeah. you know, and your life, your life is huge. It's just very, very important. And, you know, that's the most important. If, you, if you're not able to play again, man, it, you have other options. Absolutely. At least. Absolutely. At the very least. So Absolutely. that's that was, that was a beauty uh, that that was, you know, that was found. Uh, they can fix it or work on it um, and kind of go from there. Yes, sir. Um, Frank Frank Gathers was a big, uh, big piece of that whole thing. Frank Gathers is yes. who played for UNLV. He was super nice. Um, and he died on the court. Yeah. It's been. Oh, it's no, not you, no, you're sorry. I think it was LMU. Loyola, Loyola, LMU. Yeah, Loyola yeah. Marymount, my bad. Yeah. I always get them mixed up because of their, uh, their jerseys. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've seen it. We've seen it uh, my, my year, our po you and I's year at uh, uh, what camp? At Pango's camp. A kid that was uh, that was projected as high as with D Rose and OJ and all them mm-hmm. just dropped dead at camp. Not pe- Maybe that wasn't Pango's. Maybe that was. Uh, no, nah, that was Pango's, I feel like. And and I remember that just shaking up my world and being like, damn, man, that'll, that'll never happen to nobody like that in my family. And then fast forward three years later, it was it was Dave. And so it was just, it's just a wild, it's just a wild thing, man, where you, 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 you don't, you hate to see it and you, and we have to see it way more than uh, you want to. So I'm, I'm just, again, Sharif, hold your head, soldier. You're going to be straight, man. You gonna be you gonna be way better for it, bro. I promise you. Yeah, and the running back for uh, Northwestern, I was just watching yesterday. Really? Um, he, um, they found he was he's a All American, uh-huh. um, and they found a um, a heart problem with him that they were able to catch before this season, and he actually has retired, and is on their coaching staff. So wow. I saw I saw him on the sidelines against. Uh, I think they were playing against Michigan, uh-huh. uh, but they were talking in length about that while they were showing him on the sidelines. Yeah. And they were like uh, trying to get an interview with them and all that stuff like that. And he was like, this is, you know, I'm just happy that they found it. It wasn't a hard decision on my <laughs> part uh, to step away and just get into the coaching aspect of it. But now it's about the team. I don't want to make it about me. So uh, that That's was another, another situation where in actual time, um, a person went was going through that um and had the had a very the interesting a very, very interesting mature mind, a very like, mature yeah um mindset about it so that was that was good to actually yeah. take take a look at yesterday we we actually and i and i meant to put this on the on our uh on our schedule and stuff to talk about too uh snoop's son corday he he made a similar yeah, decision yeah. with uh all the cte stuff coming out to mm-hmm. forego his time at UCLA as a as a as a football player too, like yo, like I'm just doing the numbers on this stuff, and there are things that I care about more that don't put my brain at risk. Or he's really, I believe he's really in the film and wants to be either a director, or a producer, or a writer, or maybe all of them. But hmm. uh, yeah, he's on film modeling, some other yeah. things. Yeah, and he, so he's he, done a lot he, of things in there. And he just made a real clear, mature decision to go. Yeah, man, I want to do something different. And again, that doesn't make him any better or worse than the people who decide to play football. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, he was a four star wide receiver yeah, that he was, was he about was, to get about to get going over at UCLA. Yeah. So yeah. and I I just admire these kids, man, that are that are clear and 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 are see, seeing the big picture. You yeah. know, because. So much of your uh, identity is wrapped up in uh, 
how good you perform on the court or the field when you're that young, at least then. Now it seems that kids, now it seems that especially kids of color are gaining more access. And that goes back to my conversation about the Quincy thing. I just want kids of color to have more access to the information to be able to make mature decisions is all. Hmm. Yeah. And also, I just want to bring up, and this is the last thing I'll bring up about this, but I also want to uh, still shine a light on the people who um, are in trying times, their family are in trying times, uh, and this is a quick money grab. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, yes, yes. Um, for those, I do understand those situations, yes. and I do see why. You go. Uh, you go. <laughs> you you only see it one way. You don't have the safety net of some of these people that exactly, we're talking about. Exactly. Um, so I do understand that part. There's nothing's wrong with that whatsoever. Yeah. So I just want to highlight that. And we support and we support you too. Yeah, just want to highlight that. That's a part of it that people all I'm so that's a, I'm so glad you did that, G, because people always want to make it so like it's so black and white and it's it's never that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when um you take football, for example, the just the sheer numbers. And the, the economic breakdown of where some of these people come from, they come from part of the worlds that dog will never understand um, in terms of just like, like there's the poverty line, there's being below the poverty line, and there's not having shit at all. Mm-hmm. And so to ever judge these men and these women for making these decisions that where the, the, it's, uh, the stakes are high and it's high, high, it's, it's high risk. But even higher reward, fam. You mm-hmm. know, and just want to know that I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said it like that, G. Um, and and we can and and the last thing I wanted to get to was uh was Brian being in L. A. and Media Day uh, opening up this week and some of the conversations that were being had by some of the reporters when they were coming at fam so left. Oh yeah, I was I was so confused. It's like. Ain't the Lakers been bad the last few years? Why y'all talking to this man like he owe y'all anything? Like, <laughs> LA's been very interesting about that lately. LA's man. a, like, a they, bug they, out. They, they didn't got on their high horse so fast when LeBron went over there, man. The, 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 fan, the fans are one thing. Like, the fans, mm-hmm. y'all do you. The LA reporters, y'all y'all ain't had shit to cover but LeVar Ball, dog. Like, right. And now y'all actually got something to talk about in and around the game. And here you go. Yo, Ron, how you gonna how you gonna balance Hollywood and sports? Shut your ass up. What? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> like y'all talking to bro like he just like he just got in the league. All right. This what is this, fifteen? Year fifteen? So oh three. Yeah. What fifteen years? Fam, what what who are you talking to? It just was um I don't know. I don't know. I I Maybe maybe Brian didn't take that much offense to it. I just took offense to all that shit. Like I just like who like how dare how dare you not have shit to talk about in y'all town and y'all supposed to be the popping town. Y'all ain't had shit sports wise to talk about in a while. And now here y'all finally got something worthy of covering and you come with these old condescending ass questions to one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen. It just that's my Brian stand coming out in me, but I just Media is weird, dude. Like, but that's, back, that's back to lazy journalism. Man. Super lazy. That's back to what is the what is the quickest grab you can go that's with. All, that's all you can go that's, with. That's, that's all you had, <laughs> man. How are you going to balance Hollywood and sports, LeBron? <laughs> what? Bro, have you not been paying attention? 
Like where you where you been at? For probably, real? probably better than you're grasping media and your and your <laughs> and your family family life at home, <laughs> media and your wife and kids. <laughs> probably better than that. Oh man! But uh, yeah, it's interesting, man. It, it it's it's been taking place for a minute with the shut up and dribble and yeah. the uh, man, the idea that people that you can only do one thing. It's, w- it's it's very prevalent inside of sports. I want like people want you to just be a sport person for some reason. Gee, I want I want Charles and Jalen to just come out and say that they're jealous of LeBron. Like oh, I yeah. want them to just say it. Oh yeah, T Mac says it. Does not, it? Not not of LeBron, but just jealous of the the, the current the landscape right now because of the TV contracts. But that's different. TV, T Mac would be in that in that scope of getting those max deals. So I it, see why exactly that that T Mac makes sense. But Jalen Jalen's disdain, Chuck's disdain for Bron, I don't understand it. Because hmm. here you've watched it season after season, and Chuck goes, "Yeah, man, they're not even better than the Spurs." What are you talking about? And you're an expert analyst. You played the game at the highest level, and you and you you wouldn't know. You don't have a clue what you're talking about. That's the first down, technically, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that's because Chuck doesn't have a <clears throat> Chuck has no problem whatsoever having to uh, just go on to the next topic. Like even when he's wrong and somebody calls him out, and eventually they're going to say, "You know what, Chuck, you were wrong about that." <laughs> he has he has no problem. He just he just cool with that. He has no problem in that in that in that time in that time when that when that comes up, him saying, oh, "Okay, yeah, well, but now, what's going to happen?" You know, like it. He doesn't. He that other part doesn't register in his head. So I see I see Chuck's part. Jalen Jalen is just full. That's that's full blown. I don't understand Jalen because Jalen's one of those dudes that I really really like. Otherwise, when he's covering anything in and around LeBron, because he just seems not to like him. Well, he, he what I'm saying from Jalen is that it's that it's that thing inside of you of when someone has a better lifestyle than you do. Is that is is it, I don't want to do that to Jalen. I like him too much for that. I'm just saying over the over the scope of time, Jalen will be remembered for you the Fab Five. Oh yeah. Oh, you don't do the eighty one. You just <laughs> You said what? You said, said eighty one. Forgiving up eighty one. <laughs> forgiving up eighty one or or uh, or Molly Rose, but um, ooh, but uh, he gonna do a yay video on you. He gonna go live on you. Hey, look here, no IGLG. <laughs> Yeah. Don't be talking about my. Don't be talking about my wife. Nah, that's that's all. That's all in respect, man. That's all in respect. She got a nice one, but uh, yeah, I think Jalen's just literally just that, bro. Like it's it's a matter of he's looking at. Jalen looks at what he's what he does and feels like he doesn't get enough credit for it. And then to see somebody else do oh, a lot with the school, with the charter school, oh. that, that thing is really eating at him. Like oh. really eating at him. Like he wants to break down the facts on it that there's people that have done that already, and there and, and Brian only has his uh, only has his name as a as associated with the school. The people who have to pay for it is going to be the uh, going to be the uh, taxpayers oh. around the area. There's there's things up, there's brought, things that are like that are really pressing to him that you know what I've I've done this already and I'm doing it well, mm-hmm. but. Here goes this big name person, and all he did was put a name to something, like put his put his face on something, and it blew up to it being 
his and being his thing that he um that he's offering wow so that's really eating at him i think and so that, and that kind of comes down to the to the the black man thing it's, so it's, 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 it's so where, space where does that where do you what do you do with that information then but knowing that yeah like from Jalen's point or yeah. from what with that information, because mm-hmm. I I I had completely forgot forgotten about that narrative completely. That that changes a lot for me. Um, where it just solidifies the bitterness part. We're seeing a lot of bitter, a lot okay. of a okay. lot of bitter just, in the public you just, right you now. You just confirmed it. I was speculating at the bitterness, but when you pointed out like that, it, it, it it's confirmed now. That's just bitterness, right? Yeah, and I I, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just about to say, like, I think that whole generation of the NBA, like as far as Jalen, T Mac, Charles, they're from a generation of uh of the league of restricted opportunities. You know, they didn't they didn't have that much opportunities that they were able to get as far as contract wise or venturing doing ventures outside of basketball. Yeah. So I think they're very envious along with their bitterness. They're bitter because they envy the things that these players can do nowadays. They look at certain players and be like, yo, I did all this in my career, and I I was a subpar player, and I already made this amount or I only got to do these things. But uh, I'm looking at a player I can compare myself to. I'm not saying Jalen can compare to LeBron, but let's just say a subpar player that's in the league, but he makes two times with Jalen make yeah and he has a little bit more opportunities yeah so it's just like I think that's where some of the bitterness stems from just them being around that industry and um having the inside information as far as what they can and cannot do or what people do so uh no that's 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 fascinating you guys you guys brought you guys brought up some really some real fascinating points that solidified my stance on these bitter ass cats that are that are in these positions that and that and playing a game for a living, like you get you get lo- you get lost in being in childlike antics, and yeah. that's really what it is. Once you get into that retired fraternity of mm-hmm. playing a game for the greater portion of your life that you're that you're known for, you get lost in the sauce of what you were before, who you were before, mm-hmm. and looking at people who are doing this stuff now, you have a childlike. Uh, response to response it. to ah, it. you guys you know are good. You guys are fucking phenomenal. That was good. Damn, I feel vindicated. <laughs> I don't fuck with Chuck yeah. or Jalen. Now nah, I fuck with Jalen. That's a, that's a <laughs> nah, we still, still fuck with him. No, yeah. still fuck with I, him. I, I love what Jalen does. Like I love every. I, I fuck with everything Jalen does until he starts talking about Brian. Because I could just feel all the hate. I can feel it's <laughs> it's like radiating it's off the screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um Shit, y'all. It's another week. How y'all feel? I don't know, man. I feel good. Man, Paul's got Paul's got some big plans coming up, though, man. He's got he's got things that he's doing. So hey, shout out to I'm you, Paul. I'm not doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, waiting for this make. bag to come in that money got that he ain't telling us about. We got Mike stands now. <laughs> we, we got, got Mike stands. Now. This nigga going to buy chargers on the fly. <laughs> Something going on over here. Something's in the water. He's talking about they counting uh, podcast 
uh, listens that streams now, so hey. I'm trying to see what that check hey, look you, like. You, on feel, meet, you meet feel me? So you feel me? What's up, man? I say we. I say we take it the title though. Tata, somebody, somebody get at us. Lenny S, somebody call us. Hey man, it only be right, man. It only be right to cut to come on home. You feel me? So y'all, be, y'all better get, y'all better get. Hey, get hold on the phone. <laughs> Meet the Brave is, is 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 free agent. Won't be for long. Won't be for long, man. Get the <laughs> get the bag right. Get it tight. And we're oh, riding. Man. I'm so glad to be back with my niggas, dog. I've been isolated in quarantine for too long. Yeah, uh, we back. did the we did the, a night with at the Ave. I want to send a special thank you to Secret Sidewalk, um, the Supreme Kings of Yesterday, and Soundtrack and Zen, and Flo, my brother at the. We that was that was such a special night. I want to thank my dogs for making it special too, man. Bro, that's not a special, bro. Secret Sidewalk, arcade. Yeah, but uh, what's the name? What's the name? Is, it, is it Mike Dean? No, dude that came up and performed with money. Oh, Mike Sneed. Mike yeah. Sneed. Yeah, Mike Sneed is. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, bro. That's kids. Bro, kid. the craziest thing was him changing. <laughs> hi, 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 guys. Bro, he's <laughs> such a clown for that, bro. Like, I ain't catch that. <laughs> he, I was like, yo, niggas. That's all it too because the way he walked up and then what he turned into. <laughs> Just hella energy. I was like, who the fuck is this nigga jumping on stage next to money? That's crazy. Ooh. Oh man, but this is this has been another episode of Meet the Brave. I am Monty Draper. I'm LG. I'm Juan Poe. See how cool these niggas are. I'll never be this cool sitting next to them. I gotta get my own show, man. This is this, <laughs> this ain't working out. <laughs> y'all tune in next week, man. We appreciate y'all. And this has been Meet the Brave. Hey. Yes, yes, love, love.